<laughs> Hi, I'm Robert Scott Bell. No, I'm not. There you are. I see me now. Hey, Super Don Show starting up right about now. Hey, it's Monday, Monday, Monday. It so, must be Monday. Yeah. I don't even know which button to push. Well, it's technically it's a federal holiday, and we're working. You know, it is. Day. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah, so here we are, and we've got a lot to do. Mailmen across the country are cheering simultaneously. Thank you. Because they don't have to work. That's right. Yeah. Well, I showed UPS up. UPS is working today, though. Good for them. That's right. Yeah. So I just want to say it's been a week since I got back from that. Uh, no, less than. But anyway, I've been I've been just fighting through stuff all week. I'll give you an update. I think I turned the corner overnight and feel a lot better, although my voice is not 100%. I'm about to have to take some homeopathic verbascum to get through it. But helping me in the first hour, Tracy Slepsevic, and she's got uh, the book. It's finally available, 99 cents, the ebook, The Warrior Mom. And we're going to talk all about that and her journey. In fact, this is an interview a long time in the making because we started this interview back in Austin, Texas, and haven't finished it until today. <laughs> we'll tell you the backstory about that as well as we were hanging out with Andy Wakefield on his new movie set. Uh, also, hour two simulcast with uh, Brighteon.tv. And Super D will have some more debates over artificial intelligence poetry. Yeah, we got a, uh, we yeah, got a I, I got an email from Linda in Australia uh, yeah. who has, has a, a, a creative way to send a message to me and you. Yeah, and I, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. So it's like y'all have been pulling for me on this one. Super Don's been all over the AI. We're going to find out where this goes. It's hilarious. So thank you for being here. Share the show, robertscottbell.com slash listen. Uh, I'm going to spray some silver up my nose here while we do this. Uh, let's uh, With a rubber hose? Up. No, it's not a rubber hose. It's a glass bottle. Okay. Healing party starting now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, let's see if I show up here or if Super Don shows up. Oh, no, it is the Robert Scott Bell Show. How about that? Those of you guys just tuning in, he's trying to take, take the show away from me. Uh, no, it's either that or artificial intelligence. I'm not sure. We're going to debate that some more today on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Also, uh, Tracy's uh, going to be on uh, Warrior Mom, new book out, 99 cents available for a limited time via ebook, And then you can still get the hard hard copy book. We'll tell you how to do that, including an autograph version as uh, Tracy's joining us uh, shortly. Also, uh, it is MLK Day. And uh, in the spirit of, uh, I, say, I say, the peaceful resistance that he would uh, uh, be, uh, well, if we, if we follow that legacy, uh, we'll continue to peacefully resist those who would try to enslave us uh, to a pharmaceutical construct when they call it wrongly healthcare. That's always on tap here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, so that's coming up. Also, a little bit more about my uh, travails is overworking myself on a trip, you know, la the previous week and having to take the days it's taken to recover, although I didn't take any time off. That was on me. That's I can't blame that on anyone else. And we'll talk about what I've done to get back on top of things and what others, what all y'all, maybe some of you, in fact, one person has asked a question about that for their own health. And it's very eerily similar. So there must be something going on out there. So that's coming up. Let me bring in Super D on MLK Day. 
figure out what we're going to do to start this show off now that you're back. There you are. You look good, too. You got a nice new shirt. I like that. You like that, huh? I do. It looks good. I should have dressed up. Yeah. Is this dressed up? It is for me, I guess. Yeah, isn't it, it is for you, Mr. Yeah. Lincoln. You know, after doing this for, I don't know how many years now, <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, you know, maybe I ought to break out like maybe a nice shirt rather than just, you know, like looking like I rolled out of bed and put on a hoodie, you know? Yeah. So. And me, Mr. It's, Scruffy, a, it's a new Scruffy look. Yes, it's, it's a new so, look. So I, I think I'm on the tail end of this scruff on my face. It's not going to last much longer. You know, it gets an, annoying to me. I always, you know, once a year, usually at winter, maybe twice, once in the summer, I just let yeah. it go just to remind myself that I can't grow a beard. Don't try. <laughs> so well, just enjoy it while you, know, you can. You know, you can pull off a pretty good uh, five o'clock shadow there. I mean, you've. Yeah, after you've two months. <laughs> That's how yeah. embarrassing Doesn't it Doesn't suck, is. though, when it all starts turning white? I mean, the one, you know, it's just, it's not yeah, quite well, the same, I, is it? I was going to spray paint it, but I thought it'd be too obvious. A little Grecian yeah. formula there. <laughs> Remember those commercials? <laughs> Good Lord. So, uh, All right. So what are we, what are we talking about today? Well, isn't it appropriate? <laughs> Usually there's a message from the president every year on MLK day. Uh, like there is. That yeah. would be honoring the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. Uplifting, Absolutely. you know, that kind of thing. Is it possible that uh, Biden could get out of his own way and do something uplifting and nice on MLK day? Just ask let's, let's see. And ban the number of bullets and go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Tyrants. If you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. I'm serious. Think about it. What? Well, that was a very peaceful, loving message there. Is that that Uh, something about that he wants people to get? F-15s to attack the government or so. What? Wait, wait. What was he? What is he talking about? Super Don, I got to ask you. You're you're the guy here. That's totally a fake. That's like a. a that's no. That was real. That was, that was real. real. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, he's he's out giving a speech today. Uh, probably more than one. But, yeah, but uh, that is so. What a way to kind of thumb your nose at people that might have you know like maybe some disagreements or differences of opinion about what's going on in the government, right? And or, and who uh, happen to also believe in the Second Amendment. You know, it's like uh, I, I'm just thinking uh, it's MLK Day. What? Why is he even talking about this on MLK Day? Uh, it's called pandering. Yeah, that's what it is. And uh, he, yeah, he just he just did another. I'm getting alerts. You know, all of these things that he's saying today about yeah. the cops and they shouldn't shoot guns well, at people and stuff. You know, it's just you know. Well, get you look a well-armed uh, a populist or a society is a, is a polite society. I'll well, just you say know, that. I'm curious. What if his his security detail didn't have guns? Yeah. In fact, like, yeah, just give own. them slingshots. You know, we shouldn't have guns. Secret yeah, Service. Well, with. Uh, Can you um yeah. just for the sake of 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 fairness? I don't even know if that's the right word. I don't like that word, but there's got to be something a better clip of, of Biden because they're all going to think we all, all we are is the anti-Biden show or something. Because all right, he's so. That makes something sense. Ins- inspirational, something that you know is patriotic, uh, you know, something about the country. So, so here, here's our second option here. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was gonna put him. Uh, foot, foot. What? Yes, America can be defined by this word right here. <laughs> Thank you. You gotta be kidding me. That's, That's the best you can. All right, look, I'll give you points for trying. 
You know, don't be hating on Super Don or me just because we can't find something nice to to have Biden say that makes him look good. I don't think it's it's just possible anymore. And of course, I think his own party is planning to throw him under the bus if they haven't started to do so already with secret documents. Uh, you know, the big joke now is, uh, you know, they 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 found some more in in his colonoscopy. It was like it's everywhere. The secret yeah, yeah, is everywhere. Yeah. You know, just incredible. So I know I got to anyway. talk about this. Uh, neurological impact impact autoimmune issues with the HPV shot. And I'm going to do that. It, it, I, I think when the question of the day comes around later this hour, I'll plan to talk about what my, what I've been through personally and the recovery and what, what I've done. So in case anybody else is doing that, so stand by for that. We got that coming up. And so this opening story in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. And by the way, sign up for the newsletter, if you don't mind, right there, or, or text RSB to 22828. But here's the, there, yeah, the image, you can see that. RSB, send it on your phone to 22828. <sighs> Concerns of increased neurological and autoimmune events after HPV vaccines. This is a large study that's just come out. Here's this, you know, I'll just go through the bullet point summary to, so you can, if you have yet to get the memo on how dangerous these HPV shots are. A Danish review of almost 80,000 female and almost 17,000 male subjects found HPV vaccines had significant, and by the way, these were vaccines when they were vaccines. They're not, as far as I know, mRNA at this point. Increased serious nervous system disorders, POTS, and CRPS judged as directly associated with the HPV shot. A large Danish and Swedish study concluded, uh, including, I'm sorry, nearly 300,000 girls, found a significant association between the HPV vaccine and increased rates of Bechet syndrome, rate ratio 3.37, Raynaud's disease 1.67, and type 1 diabetes 1.19. I mean, you talk about a lifelong dependence on injections with type 1. A large study including 3 million Danish and Swedish women aged 18 to 44 identified seven adverse events with statistically significant increased risk following HPV shots. Hashimoto's celiac, lupus, uh, pemphigus vulgaris. I don't think I've ever said that word in all of my 24 years of broadcasting the show. Addison's, Raynaud's, encephalitis, myelitis, encephalomyelitis. A 20, two more bullet points. I just got to lay this out and then I'll, I'll, I'll comment on it and we'll bring in our guest in a moment. A 2017 French study of over 2.2 million girls, young girls, found evidence of a 3.78-fold increased risk of Guillain-Barre. Guillain-Barre. 2011 study found nearly two and a half to 10 times greater risk of acquiring GBS within six weeks of post-Gardasil jabs. And while the underlying mechanisms causing, according to the bullet point here, uh, these autoimmune reactions are not yet fully understood, some researchers speculate that the sizable overlap in protein sequences between HPV and the human genome may cause the immune system to attack itself. Others are concerned that adjuvants like aluminum used to uh, attract the attention of the immune system may be causing more harm. Now, the, the the last two points are important. Both of these are equal, I think equally important. And and one could trigger the other. In other words, aluminum and the uh, chronic inflammation to neural, the neural pathways in the brain could also create autoimmune responses with or without the other mechanisms in terms of the antigen targeting, something that is so similar to your own uh, genetic structure that it elicits an immune response in addition to the aggravation of the immune response via aluminum, uh, to create purposeful, I would say there's purposeful autoimmunity, and you'll say, well, Robert, are you saying that these people that develop this thing meant to do that? Well, 
not in so many words, but if you know that your purpose is to elicit a very strong immune response, and you don't know that that immune response could become an autoimmune response, then I hold you culpable as being a, a nefarious evildoer or an ignorant moron with a medical or PhD d- degree that I call a degree, but dangerously so. And this doesn't even call into question, which is what I've done ever since the beginning on this, which H- HPV shots, the idea that these shots have any merit to even exist in a sane world, even, even run by medical doctors and PhD scientists, because it's based on what? Scraping the cervix of a woman who might happen to have dysplasia or might even have cervical cancer. And when they run polymerase chain reaction, PCR, you guys know it, you know how how much I love the PCR test. They amplify and amplify and amplify and amplify to say that one day in the distant past, you may have been exposed to this human papillomavirus. And because we found evidence that it may still even exist at fractions of a reality point, who knows how to define it, talking about amplifying it hundreds of millions to billions to trillions of times to claim that you found it based on a sequence, that then you get the conclusion, you draw the conclusion, wrongly so I might add, that it must be HPV is the cause of cervical cancer. When most people clear this thing with little or no intervention at all. For those of you who are still under the wrong-headed impression that HPV causes cancer, specifically cervical cancer, based on the proof that they don't have, it's just a story. It's another narrative. Like COVID came from bat soup, or, you know, name the narrative, or that COVID jabs actually prevent transmission or reduce hospitalization or don't cause cardiac events. It's another lie told to you. And so you'll believe it. And then you'll rush your children out, your 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 girls, especially, or you as a female to get the jab for no good end. And I remember a few years back when this woman came onto the scene and I started watching her conservative uh, columnist, uh, uh, commentator, Candace Owens. I was like, who is this woman speaking conservative stuff and talking about vaccines the way she's talking about? I've never heard a conservative do that. They, they tend to be very worshipful of vaccines like the people on the left. And it turns out she had gotten the Gardasil shot and had adverse response to it and was and is not afraid to talk about it. Kudos to her. I still want to get Candace Owens on the show. That's one of the bucket list interviews I'd like to get. But the lie begets the devastating stupidity of the people who you could excuse for not knowing because they're not doctors and scientists to go, well, my doctor or scientist told me I should get it. The fault of those who got it based on that premise foisted on us by so-called experts is the fact that we have become worshipful of authority or really authoritarians to our own detrimental end. And perhaps that's what has to happen in order for us to wake up and go, the Fauci's of the world are butt naked and ugly. In other words, the emperor wears no clothes. And it's true about so many things here that I've covered over the years as a homeopath, as an, as a renegade radio host and podcast now as well. And very rarely have I had to go back and go, you know what? I'm sorry. I screwed up. I was wrong. And, and I don't have a problem doing that. 
In fact, that, you know, it's an opportunity to learn. If you go, oh, I thought it was this and I'm wrong, it's this. And I'm still open to it. Honestly, if somebody came up with some good validated studies and I talked to some people and they walked me through it and they go, well, Robert, you're wrong about the HPV causing uh, uh, cervical cancer. It does. Like, I'm open to the possibility. I am. Even though I think you'll be hard-pressed to find proof that it does. And, of course, for anybody out there that's concerned about HPV on the cervix, you could just administer the bioactive silver hydrosol intravaginally up to the cervix, and the silver ions will neutralize that virus and and make it render it unable to replicate almost instantly. So if you're even concerned that it does, you know, look, it's associated with warts. I know that. Venereal warts. Okay, I acknowledge that presence and that connectivity. But there are a lot of things homeopathically that can address it and the silver can address it as well. So we don't have to resort to toxic injections with aluminum or anything else to elicit immune response to the, to the level of autoimmunity and devastation to brain and nervous system health and even type 1 diabetes, permanent destruction to your pancreas. So, Super Don, you had any commentary on that as I, I wrap that opening up? I just wanted to, we haven't covered the HPV shot in a while and this study uh, brings out all of the things we've been pointing out that's wrong and then I just have to take it to another level as well just like I do. It's been a while, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. We used to talk about HPV a lot. Yeah. Then, then, then COVID-19 came around and it's all we talk about. So. Yeah. But there's a lot of been, a lot of girls and it's boys. It's still around. Yeah. It's still around hard. and it's still, uh, still causing problems. Although, you know, I got to say, I, I was reading an article earlier um, mm-hmm. today and I think over the weekend talking about how vaccine rates have gone down since uh, COVID. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice side benefit of a disaster. Hey, more critical okay. thinkers out there. People are paying attention. They're looking. They're they're asking questions now that exactly. they weren't before. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's go to our warrior mom, buddy. She's awesome. I love her. She's terrific. She's got a smile also that lights up a room. But you also know that she can kick your butt if you if you if you're not careful because she's tough. She's a warrior mom, and there's a new book out, a mother's journey and healing her son with autism, Tracy. Slepsimic, and, and I need you to pronounce it like your husband would pronounce it authentically because it sounds so cool when you say it. Slepcevich. Slepcevich. And, and I, I had it once, and I can't keep it in memory because I don't say it every day. But, Tracy, it's so good to see you, and we get to see each other at many events since we met. And also, uh, it, it's just funny that we were partway through an interview. I don't know how long ago it was. We were in Austin, Texas at Andy Wakefield's film set. And darn that Andy Wakefield, I'll give him, give him <laughs> leeway because I like him a lot. He's awesome. He grabs you and says, I need you for this film shoot. And you were brought up on stage and you're going to be in that movie too. But uh, we never got to complete it. We didn't. And I've come to the conclusion, I am not an actress because they put that light in my face and stood me on a box and put me nose to nose with the main actor. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what do I do now? <laughs> they didn't even give you a script. No, they're like, just talk and just talk about your book or whatever. And I'm like, uh, uh, you you were better on my show. I have to say, well, we were just having a great old conversation. So you should have just pretended that, but no one asked me to give you a cue on that. But anyway, I just find it funny that it was just the timing. It had to be when your book was ready to be released. And it is now 99 cents on uh, ebook, Kindle or whatever it's called. And we have linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. So for those of my audience that doesn't yet know you and, and like you and love you and appreciate you the way I do, maybe you should uh, let them know about a little bit about your, your backstory that they'll learn a lot more about in the Warrior Mom book. Awesome. 
So many years ago in 2006, my son was, as you know, vaccine injured. Um, it's this story of so many thousands of parents out there. It's not only my story. I'm just telling it and I'm being a voice for them. So, you know, um, they receive up to 20 different vaccines up to the age of one. They go in for their well baby visit. They get the MMR and the Vercella vaccine, and then they start to regress into a state of autism. And during that time, Noah broke out in this full body rash. He had a fever for five days and I'm frantic. I'm asking his pediatrician. I'm like, what's wrong with my kid? What is going on? And she, the, the normal answer that always came out of her mouth was this is normal. This is normal. And he's probably just allergic to one of the ingredients, but don't worry about future vaccines. He'll be okay. And I, this was all I heard for years to come. And so it took me so long to figure out what was wrong with my child. So over the next several months and up to the age of one, Noah was fully functioning at his well baby visit. He met all his milestones. He walked early, crawled early. He actually was like climbing the walls. He had some speech. He had baby signs because um, I did teach him baby sign language, and he he was thriving. And once he went in for those vaccines, I saw this this slow regression. Um, first, it was it was speech. You know, he'd go from saying "mama," "dada," "buddy," who was the dog, and to "ma," "da," until he just said nothing and just started to scream. And what I tell people is the lights went out in my little boy. Um, and I, it was like, I couldn't connect with him. So he did lose some motor skills as well. The climbing stopped. Um, the, you know, we had tiptoe walking. Uh, he couldn't jump off two feet. Uh, his, he just slowly started to lose some motor skills. Um, not as bad as a lot. Um, you talk about the HPV vaccine. I can definitely tell you, I know of many girls, uh, teenage girls who wound up in wheelchairs due to the HPV vaccine. Yeah. And on, the, on the threat, Tracy, of about something that is not in any way, shape or form actually been proven to cause the very thing they say is going to be prevented via the injection. You know, it, it gets me so ticked off that, uh, you know, I, I become the warrior dad and I want to kick some ass. I'll just be honest with you. That's yeah. that, uh, you know, they took advantage of a whole lot of people who didn't know better, who trusted because they were brought up to trust doctors and scientists. And they've been misled to the point of destroying the lives of millions of children who never got a chance to reach their or fulfill their potential. Now, part of your journey, of course, is. How do you respond then? And you don't give up on your children ever, of course. And that's an important part of being a warrior mom. That it is. So on this, I say a beautiful journey because through all this, my son gave me purpose. Um, obviously, I wrote a book. I've been able to help so many parents uh, along the way. I've been a parent mentor for over 13 years. And but it took me two and a half years to try and figure out what was wrong with Noah. Being brushed off, uh, Harbor Regional Center lost our paperwork after our initial evaluation in which they should have forwarded to a clinical psychologist. 
uh, several preschools. I'm sorry, but we can't care for your kid. He's got special needs. And, you know, back to the pediatrician of can't spend five minutes with your kid to answer any of your questions. So I'm sorry, you have to go. And from there, I, I honestly, I was ready to put my head through a wall. After his three-year visit, and I asked um, his pediatrician, is it possible my son could have autism? And that is not an easy question for any parent to ask because obviously we don't want the answer. And I knew something was wrong. So she looks at me, he's spinning his stethoscope. And, you know, this is the repetitive play, the lining, the stacking, the spinning, all this stuff, and very much uh, an autistic trait. And she just looks at him and is like, oh, you know, kids on the spectrum don't do pretend play. And, you know, couldn't take five minutes to ask me a question, just in and out. Here's his vaccines. I got to go on to the next patient. And, you know, I got nothing. Did you did you fire her, her immediately at that point or I mean, or worse? Oh, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. I haven't got to that part yet. So I always say um, in my moments of despair, God has always sent me an angel. And in my case, I can tell you, and I wrote about it in my book, God sent me several angels. Um, the very first angel, I, I literally, the last preschool was like, I'm sorry, um, we can't care for your kid. And I go into work and I'm crying and I worked for my husband at the time and I walked in. And lo and behold, uh, he had hired this front desk woman and I, you know, I introduced myself. I said, I'm sorry that I'm, I'm real having a really bad day. And she's like, tell me about it. So it, it came to, you know, she actually had a son with autism and she came into our lives and it was just for a couple of weeks, long enough to tell me what to do, where to go and how to do it. And I kid you not, I never saw her again after that. She was like, I'm sorry. I thought I could work full time and I can't. My son really needs me. But she literally came to work for us long enough to guide me in the right direction and what to do. Because nobody gives you a guidebook when, you know, you have a child with autism. So I wrote it. <laughs> um, but from there, I actually had him evaluated through the school district because what a lot of people don't know is over the age of three, you can have them evaluated through, you know, your local school district. And so I took him to launch preschool. I had him evaluated. They did an amazing evaluation. And they told us we do find that Noah is autistic-like. Now, a school district cannot do a formal diagnosis. So I took that report. I went back to the regional center, and I had him formally diagnosed by a clinical psychologist. But at that point, I had answers. I, I was okay. You know, it sucked. And I think the only thing that I heard come out of the psychologist's mouth was your son is autistic like, and then everything might've been a blank stare. Um, because I don't, I don't remember anything else. I go home. She was kind enough to call me and ask me if I was doing okay. Um, but on my way home, we stopped back. I had to grab something from the office and adjacent to our office was 
um, my naturopathic doctor at the time. And this was Dr. Joshua Burka. And you may know of him. Um, he's one of the lead researchers in naturopathic doctors for the Beamer. I think mm -hmm. your your booth was right next to the Beamer. Yeah, yeah. Our Daria, one of our, our greatest supporters of the show, who happens to be an MD. A P she's such an overachiever. I mean, a, a brain surgeon level. I mean, and she's retired as that. And she's now going around the country and, and with her Beamer. In fact, we have a, a beautiful Beamer backpack we're going to be giving away at our next AMA, thanks to Daria. So shout out to that because it's a pretty profound technology. So I was part of the Beamer study back in, I want to say like 2008. And this was right before Noah's diagnosis. So me and Dr. Burka were pretty good friends. And as I was walking back to my office, I saw him in the hallway and I'm crying, um, obviously. And he reaches out, he gives me a hug and he's like, what's the matter? And I said, well, Noah was diagnosed with autism. And he looks at me and he's like, Noah is going to be okay. I want you to go home. I want you to do your research. And kids these days are making great strides with biomedical intervention. Now, I had studied nutrition like nobody's business through my 20s, but I had no idea what biomedical meant. Um, for those of you who don't, it's really just finding those underlying biological conditions that can contribute to certain ailments. So he was my second angel. And I literally, that was my crossroads. I could have been like, woe is me, feel sorry for me. My kids got autism and there are those parents out there. Or I could have sucked those tears back up into my eyes and got to work. And I kid you not, I read book after book, attended conferences. Um, and in 2009, when my son was diagnosed, um, I was able to research on Google uh, healing autism. Now you don't, you're not going to find what I found back in 2009. This was before they played censorship games and made it hard to impossible to search engine, uh, the connection between jabs and, and, and autism. They, they continue to play denial games. And, and so the idea of censorship being new only because of COVID and COVID narratives, no, 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 it was happening a lot before then. Yeah. So I had a lot of a lot more information at my disposal back then. And these parents today don't, they're forced, they have to read books. You have to pick up books and you have to read them. Um, because as you said, everything is censored. And as all of this was starting to come about, um, I saw that they were releasing a COVID vaccine and people were like scared and they were jumping at the chance. And I'm like, Oh no. Now I had been battling, I have been battling for years um, in the state of California, but the Capitol, um, alongside with my doctor and so many others, Del Bigtree, Bobby Kennedy, all of them, you know, fighting against um, all these bills and mandates. And this was long coming in this state. So it, this wasn't new to me, but I'm like, you know what? I truly, truly need to tell my story. Parents need to know that their child can heal and they need the resources. So I wrote my book in three different parts. The first part is my story. Now it's a story of trials and tribulations because during this time, my husband and I literally lost everything because he fights against insurance companies, they fight back. And 
you know, we ended up losing our home, our business, but I was determined um, to heal my child because somebody said uh, I could. And there was nothing in this world that was going to tell me that my son was not going to live a functional life. Um, so I did everything possible. Now, Dr. Burka did assist me in finding the right functional medicine doctor back there. Bless his heart. He spent half of his day sitting in his office calling every back then they were called Dan doctors a defeat, mm -hmm. defeat autism. Now, yeah. now they're MAPS doctors, medical association for pediatric special needs. And I mean, half of his day asking them, how much do you charge? So they're not price gouging me. Um, what labs do you use? What tests are you running? You know, what is the protocol? And bless his heart, I found the most perfect doctor. Um, and she is still Noah's doctor till this day. She, she is amazing. And I absolutely adore her and her fight for all these kids. So there began um, my journey to heal Noah and it all began with the gut. And you already know, because it doesn't, you don't need a lot of money to heal your child. You don't need to do all these special things, have all these different things. Now, did I get other services? Heck yeah. I bartered for treatments. Mm -hmm. I went into a hyperbarics uh, facility and I said, listen, my son deserves this treatment. But right now, finances aren't the greatest. I said, but I will do your marketing. I will work your front desk. I'll, you know, I'll scrub your toilets if you really want me to. And they allowed me to do their marketing on the weekends and in turn gave me 40 sessions of hyperbaric oxygen therapy until, uh, until you know, I was able to work it off. Tracy, and I, I want to pause there because that is an important uh, a moment in your journey that everybody should should like take heed of because there's so many people out there and you know this struggling it's it's hard enough even if you're you're so-called wealthy to have a child with autism it will drain your reserves faster than you can imagine and you become not so wealthy and so anybody that's challenged with this may be challenged economically and your uh, let's say wherewithal you could say chutzpah whatever it is to go you know what i don't have the money for this but let me find a way and, you know, you have a skill set. You have a, I have a unique set of skills. I think Liam Neeson uh, and I can help you and you know, whatever that is. And you said, I can help market. I can do it, but you scrub toilets. The point is you won't, you won't say no to try to do anything to help your child. And, and you found a way to get treatments that would be beneficial. And I, and I think about this moving forward in an economy that could become increasingly unstable based on federal reserve notes printed out of thin air. And we know where that's going, that we have to find a way to interact economically. That is not, Un, uniquely only exclusive to how much paper can you get me or how many digits can you get me from your, you know, that's what I'm saying. Think creatively. And for me, that's such an important inspiration to your story is that you found a way and it hopes, hopefully opens people up to go, Oh my gosh, I never even thought to, to do that. I thought it was only possible to do it this way, but God is always saying, no, you're the limiting factor. Stop limiting me. <laughs> I can't, you know, it's like, we do that. It's not limited by God. So as some of us know, this tends to get in the way. We get in our head, right? Mm -hmm. But I tell people, I tell parents, uh, and, and you know, if you really want something in life, if you set a clear intention to accomplish that goal and to do that thing, you can 
you can move mountains, you can create anything. I mean, you know, Jesus said in the Bible, have the faith of a mustard seed. I mean, and and I believed with every ounce of my being. I mean, people thought I was absolutely crazy because I've been gluten-free before gluten-free was cool. Um, I was gluten-free, dairy-free. I was packing our food wherever we went. And there, there wasn't anything that discouraged me in any way of healing my son. So in part two of my book, I go through, you know, what are those questions? What is autism? Um, is it possible, you know, my kid could have autism? And all the different resources, what are the good organizations? What are the not so good organizations? Um, what are some great books to just pick up and read? Now, I know a lot of books that I recommend might be a little like older, but uh, everything that's in them still stands true today. So if you want to know about the link between vaccines and autism, and that is what you're looking for, my book isn't it. I have a vaccine chapter. Absolutely. I paint a picture. I give you history of vaccines. Um, I talk a little bit about Dr. Andrew Wakefield and his story and everything that he went through. But if you want a great book, um, reading How to End the Autism Epidemic by J.B. Hanley mm -hmm. is is written out beautifully on the link between autism and childhood vaccinations. Yeah. So these are all the different resources that I give. And I tell people, you really need to seek information as, as a parent, we, we get PhDs in what ails our children, ourselves, our mm -hmm. family members. I mean, you already know, you know, you have a personal journey and, you know, we just, we become sponges and information junkies. So I tell my parents, don't stop, don't give up and keep doing your research. Amen. Now you're going to be speaking at the uh, reawaken America tour this weekend coming in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we'll I join am. you there and uh, see a lot of good friends and meet a lot of new ones and interview a bunch. So uh, that's going to be great. Um, there may be other events coming up. I think uh, the Warners are going to host another event in Nashville uh, late April, I believe, last yep. day of April. Yeah. So that's a, another thing. Are there other events we should know about that people might come out and be able to meet you? So me and my team and alongside of Dell Bigtree and some really great doctors are going to put together a wonderful autism conference. So it's going to be called Autism Health Summit. Um, so they'll be able to, it's not built out yet. Don't go mm -hmm. to it. Autismhealth.com will be that resource. But um, we're hoping to do our first event by November. And my husband and I used to run events back in the day. We used to run Disaster Preparedness Summit. Um, you know, educating uh, property managers and and property owners on, you know, how to navigate their claims. So this is definitely my wheelhouse. It's something that I loved and uh, what I love to do. And I have such a, you know, a great, I have such great connections in the autism community, stepping back into it. But I tell parents first and foremost, you know, pick up my book. It, it, you're able to get a hold of me. Absolutely. I'm easy to get a hold of through my website or through Facebook. 
but read the book first. It's an easy read. You can get it for 99 cents for download right now. So read the book, go through it, because the third part of my book is all about healing autism, all the different healing modalities that I used and everything else. But it is a super easy read. And then ask me questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy to assist. So it may maybe a while before I respond, but I am answering everybody's questions to, to the best of my ability. It's just me. So um you know, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to educate those parents and really just get the word out there. But those are really the, um, the events that I know of. I do know that CHD has a lot of events. Um, we did go to one in Knoxville recently, but, um, and then, uh, Andy Wakefield's, um, film will hopefully, I don't know when it's coming out. We haven't got any word on that, but It'll be a feature film and it's looking great. I mean, the actors yeah. in there are phenomenal. We got to meet and talk with some of them. They're frontline actors, you know, talk about people that know their craft. And then they throw a little Tracy up there to act with them. I'm like, what, is, what am I doing here? You said, don't but, judge me. <laughs> no, we were having fun with that. Uh, but it was such a surreal event because we were all real people in a movie at an event that we really do these events. And then all these extras were interacting with us. Like, we're not extras, but technically we are. It was the funniest thing. And you know, we're family. Yeah. I made so many good connections at that event. And by the way, then I don't know if you know yet, but the name of the film is going to be Protocol 007 because that's what Merck called it back then. Because wow. I think when we did um, the filming, they didn't have a name yet. No, they right? didn't. So that's yeah. big news. And I, I've been kind of tight-lipped about it. I know that some of these things are supposed to maintain their secrecy, but Protocol 007. That's uh, yeah. fascinating. Yeah. And I want to ask the audience and anybody who's listening to pray for Dr. Andrew Wakefield. He is really putting his neck out there and he is, he's taking huge risks, his, his, his life. And he, he already gave up his medical license. That's been long gone, but he is such a kind and loving man. And he is, just really out to create awareness. Um, so if you could please keep him in your prayers, that, that would mean so much to me. Yes. He has compassion oozing out of his pores everywhere. I mean, yeah. this man is just a kind hearted, I mean, he leads with his heart and I appreciate uh, Andy Wakefield as well. So yes, yeah, send, send your prayers, love and support for him in this pro- project now named protocol 007. Uh, fascinating. And you, you know, you do make yourself available. It's funny. It's like, I see you more since that event than I, I don't know. I don't remember ever. We were down in uh, your area and ended up at our buddy, Cordy Williams, hashtag megaphone Marine, hashtag 17 right. forever free his, his Christmas party for his practice. And there you are. I'm like, <laughs> this is awesome. So you got to, to meet my, my wife and my daughter at that event, which was nice. Yes. And, they're uh, lovely. Yeah. So thank you all uh, always for, you know, your kindness as well. And your husband's amazing a real warrior too. Uh, and there's two of them, you know, sometimes it's only the mom that's a warrior. We need more men warriors, but your husband is that as well. Yes. I don't, you know, I called it warrior mom because it was, you know, it talks about my journey, but there are warrior moms and dads everywhere. And I, I honor the dads as well, for sure. 100% because I state in my book, clearly I could not have done this without my husband. Honestly, um, 
He was my rock. There were times where he would just hold me and hug me and everything is going to be okay. And, you know, and, you know, a message to parents out there is parents really just need to take a little time for yourself. Even if it's 30 minutes that somebody comes and watches the kids and you just get a little, a little piece, meditation, something, a coffee, um, you know, to just clear your mind and reset. We, we at times need a reset. So that's, that's very important. Yeah. Well, your message is very important. I'm grateful that we could uh, finally complete the interview. And I know there'll be more Tracy because you've got a lot to say and I enjoy getting to see you and hanging out at these events and I'll see you this weekend in Nashville. Um, Is your husband going to be there too? He is going to be there. I I told him Uh and it's a running joke right now that I worked for him for the last 18 years. He's working for you now. Now he gets to work for me just a little bit. new warrior mom book and and briefly as well those of you who want to wait to get the hardback copy that won't be out till when so april 4th is the paperback that will come out and april is autism awareness month so you'll be able to you can pre-order right now and as soon as they get the books in their hands they will actually send it out right away so um however it is that you can support um, a lot of our funds are going to assist a lot of nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, I can to support the high wire, uh, you know, all, all these different organizations out there that are truly making a difference. And, um, we're also donating towards Andy's film. If you would like to know how it is that you can donate towards Andy's film, please reach out and contact me. You can, you can send an email to info at warriormom.org and I will get back to you as soon as, as soon as I go through all my emails, but um, he could really use assistance with funding for this film. So any, anybody who would, who would like to donate, to, mm-hmm. to please just um, let me know. Tracy, what if people don't want to wait a couple of months to get the actual copy of the book and might want even a signed copy? Can they go to your website personally, warriormom.org and get one? Yes, they can. So on the books, uh, so on my website, you just click on books. It gives you the different options for you to order an ebook, different options for you to order a print, a pre-order a print book. And then mm-hmm. also gives you an option if you want to order a signed author copy. And then I sign those. I mail them out personally myself and um, anybody can have one now. It just takes about a week for me to get it to them. Excellent. Well, I'm, gr- I'm glad we got those that really want to go in and get it now and get it signed and support that mission and support so many other great missions that you are also supporting uh, financially with the things that you know are coming in and, and, and benefit to you. And you want to always pay that back. And I see that. And I'm grateful to connect with you and finally get you on the show and finish that wonderful interview. And again, I'm sure there'll be more in the future. Absolutely. So don't forget, pick up your copy of Warrior Mom. Yep. Y'all get it. Thanks, Tracy. Big hugs to the whole family. Same to you and God bless. All right. See you soon. So we'll be uh, reuniting in uh, Nashville and and maybe you guys are already going to be there as well. Um, We'll hook up uh, Kevin Tuttle. It's going to secure that. We'll see Kimberly Overton, Nurse Freedom Network and our friend Christy and so many others will be there. And I'm just intrigued to get a lot more uh, interviews with folks and 
and and connect them to the source of their healing power, which is their divinity, which is just a reminder uh, that I, uh, well, by the end of every hour, you know what I say. That's the reason for saying it. So we'll get that uh, going as well, too. So thank you to Tracy and the Warrior Mom book. Y'all pick it up. It's linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. And also you can share the interview. Uh, we, Although we are banned on YouTube and Spotify, that didn't slow us down. In fact, it increased our viewership and listenership through all other platforms. And of course, uh, SoundCloud as a podcast uh, source and then out to every other podcast network besides Spotify, as well as uh, the Rumble, which is carrying us live. Right now, we are temporarily banned again on LinkedIn. I don't know what I said, uh, but this happens from time to time. So please share the show. You understand people don't find out about this or even Tracy's book. Not everybody watches The High Wire. A lot of people do that you know, but not everybody. So do your best to share this information. And I'm grateful for that. And maybe join us as a, a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. And we have our monthly AMAs. And that's coming up, I believe, Saturday, December 28th at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And Super Don, I don't know if he's going to dress up for that, but he's looking good today. This is my new uniform. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, dude, we're, banned, we're, we're, we're actually banned on LinkedIn? Well, temporarily. I, they didn't explain why, but they're reviewing something. I told them to review. I don't even remember the details of it. Yeah, but, review this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, now that you're like uh, the, the producer of Shemaine Nugent's show, good Lord, they should pay attention to what we're doing. <laughs> I'm off this week, actually. Are you? Oh, you had a week yeah. off? Excellent. Yeah. That's great. Just vacationing somewhere. Oh, we also have stay-at-home mom podcast yep. on the Robert Scott Bell Show podcast network. In fact, there should be mm-hmm. <laughs> should be yeah. a uh, a new episode going out tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. and this is going to be uh um, this is going to include uh uh Leslie's husband on this one. Ooh. Yeah. I'm just going to be on it. So wow. I'll be working on that today and then on Thursdays we yeah. have the uh, new episodes of the preacher of the Polish girl. Right? Mark yep. and Ula Tinsley. Doing right. amazing work. And I was just talking with a buddy of mine who's also a, um, how do you say it? He's a, uh, I know he's not a preacher guy. I don't, you know, all these different words for what you do when you work with a church or, you know, religious. And, you know, I've told some of these stories about our challenges, not having um, our kids, not having birth certificates or social security numbers and how we've still been able to beat back the government on religious freedom grounds that they've had to issue um, these documents, despite our beliefs being not, may be considered mainstream. You know, if you believe uh, that number or numbering children like cattle is beastly, people are figuring out, you know, the, the beastly numbering enumeration system. And, you know, some people say it's the mark. Everybody's got a different belief about that. I'm not here to tell you my belief is right and yours is wrong. That's not it. But if you have a deeply held religious belief or conviction to take it to the nth degree, much like Tracy is not backing down to fight for her child and other children. It's like, you know, when she couldn't afford to get hyperbaric, she says, what can I do? to make and find a way to barter. You know, are we asked to give up our, our religious beliefs based on the fact that it's inconvenient to, to, to live them? I don't think so. I think we're tested to see how much we believe them by how much we're willing to yeah. extend and, 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 and maybe stretch in ways that are very uncomfortable to live them. And so uh, there's a guy I, that I, we've had on the show once, uh, David Allen Carmichael, who may, we might have a couple of new episodes of his show. He doesn't have a place for it. I think it'd be awesome for you guys to learn about the stuff that I know, but he he says it better than me in that realm. So that I'm just planting the seed for that possibility as well. Super D, really good stuff. All right. This is the place to come. Robert Scott Bell Show. This is where you get it. This is it. One-stop yeah. shopping. I know. It's nice, huh? And we're not Squalmart. We don't deal with China. So you don't have to do that. 
All right. Well, what else we got before the top of the hour? Because I know we're going to be uh, brighteon.tv simulcasting soon. Yeah. Oh, about five minutes or so. How about a question of the day? Yeah, let's do it. This is uh, coming from Shane. All right. Go full screen so I can read that. Right. Little little tiny writing there. All right. Our buddy Shane says, hey, Robert and Super D, hope your holidays went, went good. Uh, just have some questions and concerns. My right eye has been coming out with mucus from my sinuses. When I blow it, it leaks like a runny nose with clear liquid. I went to the clinic. The doctor said it's most likely a sinus infection. I've been nebulizing silver. It feels a bit better, but I don't know if it's deep infection because it still leaks. And in the morning, my eyes close shut with gummy, gunky substance. At this point, should I really be concerned and get on the antibiotics? I'm just worried this infection could go further and potentially go to my brain or something else. Thank you, Robert. Super D. All the best wishes, Shane. Shane, this is interesting. You would ask the question. Timely is all get out. That's what we say in the South, even though I'm not in the South right now. I had... After this big trip, six days in Florida, four days at the event, two days additional doing wall-to-wall training, education, broadcasting, I, I I just done too much. I didn't give myself a down day even. And this was my fault. I forget that sometimes. And so I came home, and I was not feeling great. And, you know, Super Don knows we talk about those things behind the scenes, but yet we made it every show despite that. But I still... I wasn't recovering as fast as I wanted to. And, and ironically, funny enough, Shane, the same symptoms you experienced. I was experiencing sinus pressure, a little bit of pain, headachey pain related to the sinuses. Also, my eyes were leaking. No, I wasn't crying, but it's okay if you do. <laughs> but all of the gunk that was coming out at night, I was it was crusting over like I hadn't remembered since I was a child. And so what was I doing? Of course, I was doing the bioactive silver hydrosol. Of course, I was doing that. In the, I was doing the sinus spray, just like I did right now. And uh, I was nebulizing. I did the sovereign copper. I increased selenium. I did other uh, herbal things to support my uh, uh, immune system, to strengthen it. Yet, day after day, it wasn't going away. Now, it seemed to be getting a little better, and that I could measure, but it's still frustrating. And so you get to the point that Shane gets to. It's like, well, now should I be concerned? Is it getting worse? Will it go to my brain? Okay, so there's an easy question. Is it getting worse? In my case, no, it wasn't getting worse. It was lingering longer than I thought it should because, you know, who? why should I have to suffer this way? <laughs> Just because I burned the candle at both ends. Of course, it was my fault. So I just needed to stay the course. And Shane, unless you have overt signs that it's getting worse, you know, those antibiotics, AKA chemo are the last, 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 last resort. So in addition to nebulizing, putting this stuff up your nose, I was spraying my eyes with both the silver hydrosol and the copper hydrosol. I took one of these uh, big bottles, filled up a two ounce bottle and put a spray bot on top of the uh, sovereign copper. I was, I was doing both. I was spraying the silver and the copper. But still, it wasn't solvent. I was doing the homeopathic drops, the homeopathic similison, eye irritation drops, which was helping. I did the homeopathic bryonia, which is always the liver. And you, Shane, you said it's the right eye. The right eye, that's the side of the liver, the right side. The left side is the side of the heart, the circulatory. So it says liver congestion. If you don't already do what Superdon doesn't do, I was doing coffee enemas every day to get ahead of this. I wasn't waiting around and going, I'm just not going to do that because, oh, it was accelerating the cleanse, the detox, all the things that my body was trying to get rid of to get me on the other side of it. I did the homeopathic euphrasia, which is, you know, an eye herb, uh, eye brights known as, but in a homeopathic form. And in fact, yesterday I finally broke down and said, you know what, this is not going fast enough. And this mimicked another remedy 
that I hadn't used for this situation. And it might've been the one that put me over the top in addition to the, the liver remedies that I did. And of course, if there's fever and infection, phosphorus, I took a, some homeopathic phosphorus as well. But uh, last night before going to, to bed, I went down into my, uh, uh, my pharmacy, so to speak, and grabbed a bottle of, guess what? Super Don, you'll never guess what it was that I used. Whiskey. I whiskey. No, it wasn't whiskey. No? What? It's homeopathic whiskey. Well, that could be used to preserve the remedy, but these are medicated pellet. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the second most toxic metal known to man or substance known to man? Let's just put it that way. Mercury? Yeah. It was homeopathic mercurius. Wow. Yeah, because mercurius, if you look in the Materia Medica, you know, I'm just going to hold up the, the, the Borky. This is the one I use. Um, you can go to Mercurius. Yeah, 30 and seconds. Do, oh, I don't have a lot of time. There's a lot of things it'll indicate. But I recognized the corrosive aspect of what I was feeling in my eyes, and it mimicked the Mercurius. And I took the Mercurius this morning overnight. It broke. And my eyes aren't irritated anymore. I'm not weeping anymore. I'm just lingering with a little bit of the, the voice. You can hear that. So we're going to uh, be joined by our friends on Brideon.tv. Uh, to do some more broadcast healing. Why not? This is something I do two hours a day, six days a week. I do it in my sleep if I slept, which I did last night. And then I wake up and I do this. So here we go. Welcome one and all for joining us on Brideon.tv. This is the Robert Scott Bell Show. Two hours a day, six days a week. One special hour where we simulcast on Brideon. If you missed Tracy's interview last hour, check out The Warrior Mom. This book is amazing. And it's just released 99 cents on Amazon, and we have links in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. So go back in time and check out that interview or the archive right after the show. Uh, this hour, we do have additional questions of the day uh, as well. And and Super Don and I have been having a debate about artificial intelligence. This chat, I don't know, GTR, GTO, GPT, I don't even know what it is, but I'm a little intimidated by it, honestly. So we're going to go into some more what it can do. And we also have an email from down under. Uh, from Australia, a listener from Australia that has compete is competing with the uh, AI in poetry. We've got that and a whole lot more. Uh, heart events, Beetle Burgers, more evidence on healing here on the Robert Scott Bell Show from Parkinson's because the power to heal is yours. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. All right, let's uh, continue the broadcast healing here, and and recognize you know this is my twenty fourth year doing this, and, and every once in a while I wake up and I I wonder if I've run out of things to say, and every time we open the microphone, I don't run out of things to say, and I don't run out of great people to interview as well. Now it's you know approaching if I haven't hit the seventeen hundred mark terms of interviews and that counts each person only one time even if they've been interviewed multiple times it's a lot of great information i'm grateful so honored and, and humbled to be able to bring to you each and every day and all i ask is if you share the show for goodness sake because you know the obstacles against the information that we share and there's a lot of ways to get this information out including the events that we go to from time to time and that means checking out the upcoming events tab at the robert scott bell show website robertscottbell.com you can sign up to become a newsletter subscriber for free at robertscottbell.com as well, or text uh, my initials, RSB, to the number 22828. So if you have a phone, pull it out. If you're not driving, listen to this live or later, 
and uh, dial 22828 in your text field and then write RSB and you'll be prompted to enter your email address and you'll be in that that easily. And that includes upcoming the Trinity School of Natural Health sponsored Trinity Health Freedom Expo. We do this every year, usually outside of Chicago in October in person, live. Everything gets recorded and then it comes back out as a virtual expo the following February. And that's happening the 18th and 19th of February. And for only 30 bucks, you can access the entire Health Freedom Expo. Even if you were there with me, you couldn't have seen everything because there's a lot of simultaneous presentations. And you'll have access to all of the interviews, including for my good friend, Jonathan E. Mord, and so many awesome people. And there are going to be more that are, uh, let's say, re released that weren't even there in October, including, I believe, some more live panel discussions. So please, please, please check out TrinityHealthFreedomExpo.com and sign up and be with us the 18th and 19th. It's a weekend event through the Whova app, and then you have three months to download and watch and listen to everything and see it too visually. So thank you to my friends at Trinity School of Natural Health, TrinitySchool.org, where a lot of people, including doctors and nurses, are going for the education they did not get in medical school or nursing school. Body, mind, spirit level stuff. Fantastic. So shout out and thanks there. Thanks as well to our friends at Nutritional Frontiers. Always getting the best deals for you. RSB 15 discounts on their certified organic U.S. grown hemp CBD products and everything else that they make and sell. Uh, Trinity School, of course, uh, we have a lot of practitioners that use the Nutritional Frontiers um, uh, products. And we use them here, including Sleep Time. And their, uh, oh, this thing has been amazing. Enter DMG. Advanced immune support. That's also what I was using this week to recover. And uh, the dimethylglycine, of course, is very critical because of all the exposure uh, to, well, glyphosate. You can't avoid it. Even if you're going organic like I have for many years, I know there's certain aspects of the environment. We can't stop it. So we have to counter that. And that's damage to what? The gut, which is damage to what? The immune system. Exactly. Exactly. You got that right. And thinking of the gut, that's our first story this hour. Evidence now pointing to the gut microbiome's role in Parkinson's. And it's not speculative anymore. It's definitive. This article you want to check out. We have it linked up in the show notes at robertscatbell.com. Parkinson's now afflicting 10 million people worldwide. 90,000 cases diagnosed annually in the U.S. expected to rise to 1.2 million by 2030. Now, this research was published in Nature Communications, and it reveals widespread dysbiosis how many times have I used that word in the 24 years now I've been broadcasting? A lot. Basically, disruption imbalances to the microbiome. And this is, it's, it's spectacular how linked this is now and how they validated the link. Findings have confirmed this in previous animal studies, but it, it's just gotten more solid as we go. And this was uh, a doctor of philosophy and genetics, Hyed uh, Payami. The University of California system, Berkeley, 1985, going back that far. Currently now he's at the University of Alabama, Birmingham, is the largest microbiome study conducted at the highest resolution ever. And so they're, they're picking out specific microorganisms, specific imbalances, and what a disaster our love affair has been with gut-destroying drugs, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, GMOs, heavy metals, plasticizers, immune-disrupting endocrine compounds from some of these substances I mentioned. All of this 
in the order of what? Better living through chemistry of the 20th century. Even the injections known as vaccines or now mRNA shots that are not vaccines, contributing to the destruction of, if not the microbiome directly, then indirectly by destroying the home for the microbiome. A big part, we were talking with Tracy last hour, her new book, The Warrior Mom, she has a child that was severely on the spectrum. And of course, recognize as I do, that much of the destruction of the brain and nervous system is transiting through the gut itself. How do we heal the gut? There are a lot of ways to go there. I happen to have one of the most rapid ways to recover the gut that I've developed with other doctors over many years. And it's included in Unlock the Power to Heal, the book that I wrote with my buddy, Ty Bollinger. And you can get that online at Amazon or barnesandnoblebn.com. And there's a whole chapter here on gut health. And here's the, you know, the headline to that chapter. Let me see if I can hold it up there. The road to colostomy bags is paved with antibiotics and prednisone. And this is something that I've made available for free at robertscottbell.com. You don't even have to sign up for the newsletter. It'd be nice if you did, but you don't have to. You don't have to become a patron. It'd be nice if you did, but you don't have to. If you go to robertscottbell.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, you can get this chapter of this book for free on the gut involving the silver, the bioactive silver hydrosol, the aloe vera juice, which I recommend from Stockton Aloe One, aloe1.com, A-L-O-E-1.com, and the probiotics of your choice, pre and probiotics, although I do like Dr. O'Hara's that I get from uh, choosetobehealthy.com. And Super Don just showing you on screen how easy it was. He went to the bottom of the page at robertscottbell.com, clicked the, the link, and boom, the PDF of that chapter comes up. So it has the rational and scientific explanation as to why this is the most rapid protocol of recovery. It's not the only thing to do. There are other adjuncts. There are things you already may be doing that are helpful. I'm just telling you it's the accelerated plan to restore integrity to the gut, to break the cycle of the things now that they acknowledge are causing neurological degradation diseases, including Parkinson's. The study that I'm referring to now strengthens the hypothesis made in 2003 that non-familial forms of Parkinson's begin in the gut. Because they always say, oh, it's genetic, it's genetic, it's genetic. But everything's epigenetics. Even the things that we say are genetics, they're caused by gene alterations due to environmental factors, are they not? Can we come to that, some, some kind of semblance of rational conclusion to talk about this the right way? Among the study's highlights, let me go through this real quick. More than 30 percent of species genes and pathways tested had altered abundances in other words dysbiosis and by the way when you have an antibiotic given to you as much as you think you need it resist unless it's absolutely life and death because what you're setting yourself up for down the road could be as bad as death in a sense i, I understand death you know like you're gone but the things that lead to it even if you're still alive physically and you have no ability to interact with the physical world because of these neurological degradation diseases caused by much of what modern medicine has brought to us. You use an antibiotic, you end up with dysbiosis. You use bioactive silver hydrosol, you don't end up with dysbiosis. That's a clear distinction. Another point here they bring up in the study, microbes tended to form polymicrobial clusters that grew or shrunk together and some competed. Microbiomes were in a state vulnerable to disease with an overabundance of pathogens and immunogenic components. Microbiomes tended to have dysregulated neuroactive signaling. Again, you upset the microbiome balance, you dysregulate, all kinds of disasters occur or ensue. Microbiomes had a preponderance of molecules that induce alpha uh, synuclein pathology, a marker of the disease that is related to cognitive functioning 
and implicated in neuronal dysfunction and death. Microbiomes had an overproduction of toxicants with reduction in anti-inflammatory and neuroprotective factors. Folks, it comes down to something so simple. What may be complicated or overcomplicated is the way that many doctors approach the gut and its recovery, if they approach it at all. And God bless them if they do. They're on the right track. But I try to make things as simple as possible for you. And then if you want to complicate them, you can complicate them. Or if you find out other things you need. There, granted, there's always more to do, but start with some of the basics. Sometimes you do have to address a massive dysbiotic bloom, if you will. Whether it be a pathogen that is not normally a pathogen, like yeast, that exists in the colon normally and naturally in a balanced state. But after antibiotics, outgrows that natural balanced state whether it be Clostridium difficile or you name the microorganisms, uh, Streptococcus, Staphylococcus, any of those things that exist in or on the body in a healthy balance, not, not deadly, not killing you, and then suddenly spring up and it's a problem, a very dangerous problem. Not because they're the danger, but because you've given them the home to flourish, proliferate, overwhelm. Now, here we're just talking about infectious overgrowth. In this study, they're talking about long-term ramifications of this and the manifestation of neurological degradation like Parkinson's. Do we need a vaccine for Parkinson's? No, it would probably cause Parkinson's. Do we need a drug for Parkinson's? No, I would argue absolutely uh, uh, the wrong way to go. The best they could do is delay onset or manage and minimize some of the symptoms along the way, but they're also damaging the gut further. They're damaging the liver further because every drug is toxic. And here they talk about an overproduction of toxicants because the bacterial balance is off. And during the metabolic processes of those bacteria, rather than being protective of you, they are now inflammatory and poisoning you. Oh, antibiotics, more antibiotics. Sure, yeah, that's right. Let's put in more, uh, how about, uh, let's call it chemo. If that doesn't strike your fancy, let's call it, what's that stuff they used in Vietnam to defoliate with fire? Napalm. Yeah, and napalm, disaster because it kills not only the fauna, but the flora too, much like antibiotics. And you're left with a weakened system, met with more antibiotics until they run out of steam, and then, and then anti-inflammatories like prednisone that destroy connective tissue further. And then they resection your colon if you live long enough for that. And some kids are, teenagers are, resectioning their colons having them wear a bag for the rest of their life because modern medicine in all of its trapping, in all of its intelligence, in all of its dog grease can't figure out that poisoning the body to back, back to health is not a good strategy for long-term survivability, much less health and vitality. It's amazing what a new Parkinson's study will do to stimulate this thought and these discussions. And I would encourage you, if you haven't learned about the things that I've been talking about for 24 years now on radio or longer as a homeopath, please plug in and tell your friends. The best way to treat a disease is to not get it. And how do you prevent Parkinson's? Well, now they're telling you. Care for your gut. Restore the integrity of the microbiome. And that's not just replenishing the good guys. It's about restoring the home for the good guys to balance and live and do all the good things that they're designed by God to do for you. So if you want some of the things I talk about, a lot of them you can get at choosetobehealthy.com. 
choosetobehealthy.com. There's a lot more that can help the gut, more nuanced uh, things to help the gut from our friends at Nutritional Frontiers. They've got a lot of great things. And we also know of the Sovereign Copper, which I didn't have when I first wrote the protocol. Excuse me. Copper is critical for repair. Along with zinc. But many of you know about zinc and you don't know about copper still. And zinc in the absence of copper is out of control, even in regenerative capacity, which is good. But you don't want something that just grows and grows and grows and grows stuff out of balance. So healing is balance. It means the presence of all the things you need, not just the zinc, but the copper as well. So look into the sovereign copper. We have links on the show in the show notes and at the Robert Scott Bell Show website to all of these things. By the way, if you go to choosetobehealthy.com, use the code RSB5 to get a discount. I had to pause, dude. I'm talking myself out. I, I mentioned that I recovered from sheer exhaustion from a six-day trip back east. All week, been working on recovering, and I've overcome the bulk of it, but now I can feel the, the, the sensitivity in my voice and my throat. You know, here I'm trying to push it, <coughs> and it's irritating it. I'm going to spray some more silver in my throat. Ah, super Dom, that's your cue. <laughs> if you don't know. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You don't pick up things easily, yes. do you? No, I, don't know. I was waiting. No, don't wait. When I say that, I'm like, hello, help. <laughs> the host needs help. help. His voice, his throat. Where are we going now? Anyway, <clears throat> do you have a commentary on uh, Parkinson's? That was a good, really good research article. You, know, you, you haven't done a, uh, a, we used to talk about the gut on this show, like, yeah, on a regular basis. and Yeah. It was like I was saying uh, earlier, it's like COVID-19 just blew everything out of the water. It's like, that's right. And we can't right? forget the basics. So but they got to get back, back to, back to the basics. You're right. We're going back, back to basics. All right. Poetry. You want to do poetry? Is it too early to do poetry? What do you uh, think? Yeah, we got, we got a few minutes here. You want to do poetry? Yeah, um, you know, do you want to leave the backstory on this? This has been an ongoing. For those of you on right. TV, you're missing out on a lot if you're not with us the rest of the week. I'm just saying. So uh, you may or may not have seen in the news. It's being talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. There's this thing on the Internet called uh, ChatGPT, and it's, it's something that was created by a company called OpenAI. Mm-hmm. And it's a language-based uh, AI model that you can interact with on the internet. And last week I was having some fun and I uh, asked it to write poem. Cause one of the things it can do, you can just throw in like a topic and say, please write a poem about yeah. this. You made and me a it little just, uncomfortable. It just, just puts out a, a poem just like that. And, and so I, we did one poem about coffee enemas, which I mm-hmm. thought was funny. And uh, another one, it was, it was a poem because we had an article about how to build a homeopathy, a homeopathic first aid kit. Right. And I said, do a poem about a homeopathic first aid kit. And I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. It was it's making like different homeopathic remedies rhyme and stuff. And it was great. And it was saying great things about homeopathy and how wonderful it is. And you rained on my parade, I did. Uh, you know, because, oh, oh uh, you know, doesn't that bother you at all? And I'm just like, but was like it, was it super done? Wasn't one of the things you did a poem about something or something you asked, and it did have like that disclaimer at the end, consult your doc, like it was programmed. Yeah, it to, was about vaccines or something. Right, I can't remember what yeah. it was or something. Um, but you know, listen, the AI is knows what it's it's you know, it's garbage in, garbage out. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Even with AI. 
especially this particular type of AI, because it's just taking data and it's working, you know, patterns and algorithms and stuff like mm-hmm. that to make things happen and stuff like that. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I think it's cool, but you know, you you think it's uh, the Terminator and it's going to take over yeah. the world. So I'm, uh, look, I'm just a little bit reticent to go all in. That's all. Just a little. So, bit. So all right. So yeah. what happened was we did a, a poem and and you thought you had your reaction mm-hmm. um and then we have we have a listener linda in australia that sent me an email mm-hmm. and i actually it was funny she'd sent me an email once before and in the subject line she says hey super don you are even more amazing than ever and i'm like well how can i not open that email you gotta right? open that one you know yeah. and she he, says he, i seem to remember <laughs> yeah she says i seem to remember that the above subject heading got your interest a couple months ago so i thought i'd try it again hey good job good <laughs> job worked. Yeah. Good job. So in any case, she says, uh, I don't get to listen to the show live as I'm in Australia. So I uh, have just listened to recent podcasts over the weekend mm-hmm. as Robert was distinctly underwhelmed by the AI poems you presented him with. I thought he might like one written by a real person instead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. So here's Linda's poem that she sent in. Okay. She says, Robert Scott, should I do the music on this? Yeah, why not? All right. It's, it's here become we go. the this theme the, music for our poetry. The poetry poem. music here. Robert Scott Bell is hard to impress. With that new AI, he just couldn't care less. He's a real people person. It's people he likes. Especially now he's got a new set of mics. <laughs> Artificial poetry just isn't his thing. He'd rather you text him or give him a ring. He'd rather converse with his friend Super Don. He is our RSB, and he's second to none. Oh, oh! He loves coffee enemas to Don's great dismay. He'd love Don to do at least one every day. <laughs> Just try it and see. You'll soon be a fan. No way, says the humble and lovable man. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> we love these two guys on the show every day. With all that is happening, they've plenty to say. Mm. Whether wombat or combat, it just doesn't matter. So keep us amused with your news and your chatter. Now, that made my heart happy. That's, <laughs> that was like someone who gets us. You, yes, you get yes. me, right? You know what I say that? Uh, how amazing. That genuinely uh, made me smile ear to ear. And I had read it already, but you read it so beautifully as well. Super Don, way oh, to go. Man. And and our is, is it the wombat combat poetry uh, hour or whatever we do we call it that from now on or doesn't I, I don't know we we don't really have a name for it but yeah no one else came up with it so I just threw that out there yes. anyway so thank you well, thank what, you what, Linda Linda that was amazing yes. and and we we don't know a fraction of you out there by my name wish we could know all of you and and that's why you know the upcoming events tab if I can get out and meet you I'd love it otherwise please keep letting us know what's going on comment question. I love to spotlight you guys and gals out there with your insights. And that, that was just amazing uh, for poetry. Now I know we have a, Oh, okay. We had a brief break on, uh, on our friends watching on Brighton on TV in a minute or so, but we also continue on behind the scenes here and we do bonus rounds as well. After the show is officially over, we just kind of carry on the podcast now is able to uh, pick that up as well, which is kind of cool. Thanks to super D and there's all kinds of stuff. Super Don is telling me a little bit behind the scenes about this AI that I'm having to, soften up a little bit on it you know obviously my bias and fear if you will uh is you know is it going to lead to a terminator robot 
right? And I think if we have to have a healthy reluctance to just go all in. But I recognize too, I don't, I don't dispute that technology can do good things too. You know, it's rooted in consciousness. If you have no consciousness or concern or care for life and death itself or the preservation of life, you'll often create things just because you can that ends up being very destructive of life. We've seen that time and time again, mRNA technology. I would argue even the vaccinology before mRNA technology one day, we'll all look back on like we now see it, that I see it as a horrific, not advancement, but a horrific degeneration of humanity in terms of its integrity, genetic and otherwise, health and otherwise, all because we're afraid of microbes that we say cause disease or infection that can be mediated and mitigated by far safer means than resorting to chemo or uh, experimental injections of the even the antigen variety. So when we come back from this break, we'll talk about that and a whole lot more on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you for being here. Okay, now, uh, TV theoretically took a break or is taking a break right now. Um, we've got some uh, updates on uh, flu flare-ups. We've got uh, harmful events, 25%, man, dude. The people going to hospital, 25% have harmful events at the hospital. You got one in four shot of getting out of the hospital without a harmful event. How, do you hear me say stay out of hospitals? You learn how to do first aid. You know, if your your limb is hanging off, learn how to sew it back on almost that bad. Beetle burgers. And we have another question of the day about some social media stuff coming up as well. Super D, seriously, that poem <clears throat> was amazing from, from Linda in Australia. <laughs> it I was. was. By that. Almost had kind of like a, uh, like a Dr. Seuss, like a cat in a hat kind of a thing going on there. Mm -hmm. I really oh, I like it. it. Yeah, that was fun. Now, <clears throat> now just, just to maybe get a little bit of sympathy for the AI uh, side of the argument here. Really? I was, I was playing around with it over the weekend mm -hmm. and uh, had it given me quotes. And I was asking him to give me quotes in the style of Robert Scott Bell. So the AI is, listen, we are a big enough show. We, we, we don't always kind of, you know, feel like it sometimes, but we are a big enough show. We've got enough reach that we have enough of an internet presence that the AI is familiar with the show and what it's about and all that kind of stuff. I don't know it's, whether that's good or bad. I think it's cool because check out okay. this quote. I thought this was pretty good. Uh, here we go. Uh, right. From ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. Health is not just the absence of disease. It's the ability to curse at your doctor with impunity. AI came up with that? AI came up with that. You asked it to do a, a, a In the a style of Robert Scott Bell. There's a and style? There's a Robert Scott Bell style now? Yeah, there is. There is. That would be embarrassing. Actually, to be well, yeah, you can ask it to do in the style of different things. Uh, like okay. this one here. I asked it to do a, a thing about the Robert Scott Bell show in the style of Ryan Reynolds, the comedian, the actor. Yeah. And here's what it came up with, one of them. Listening to the Robert Scott Bell show is like having a front row seat to a one-man show, except it's a radio show and you don't have to wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's just bizarre oh having too much fun here all right we're back in 10 seconds I, that? I don't know if i'd say that i might say that i don't know yeah we, we had no pants friday you don't know if you have pants on or not you're right i do <laughs> uh, i can't get my knee high enough here we go welcome back everybody on brighteon.tv the robert scott bell show continues now uh with the broadcast healing and irreverence that you'll find only here uh thanks to you me and super d uh, yeah that means i included all y'all as well uh, people really like that uh, poem that we read before the break. I see. Stay-at-home mom loved it. That's perfect. 
and also Cleo said AI could not have written the one that was written by our friend down under about the show and grad. Cause that really well, understood. I've never met Linda in Australia before. What yeah. if she's AI? It could, she could be AI, right? We don't oh, know. Are you going to go there? Is that where you're going right. to go? Diane said, awesome poetry. Uh, I thought it was great. Thank you. Keep that coming. <laughs> no, it was brilliant. Competing. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Yes. But I will acknowledge, Super Don, I will acknowledge mm -hmm. that there may be some really unique things that are beneficial from this AI software. I've seen people are using it, and uh, well, it, could, it could be good in some things. Look, here's here's the thing, and I... And I... I, I, I don't, I don't want to rant. I really don't, but I'm not saying I'm not nervous a little bit. No, I understand. But you know, the thing is, is, is if you spend any time on the internet, if you, you, if you carry a, a you know, carry one of these things around with you, whether it's got a EM, EMF shield on it or not, you know, you stick mm -hmm. it in your pocket or whatever, and you, your purse or whatever, Yeah. you know, uh, you're, they know, they know where you are. They, they know, I mean, if you spend any time on any social media, and I don't care which one it is, you know, how many times have you sat there and you've told somebody, hey, you know what? I was at the store the other day. They had a great sale on mm -hmm. paper plates. Yeah. Let me check my Facebook. Paper plates. Oh, hey, paper up. plates. There's a new paper plate here they want to sell you. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, 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 we're surrounded by it. There is no privacy anymore. I hate mm -hmm. to say it. And I know people try really hard. You know, but the, there just there isn't. If you if no you are privacy. on the internet, there is yeah. no privacy. There's Unless none. you're living in the jungle outside of all reach Absolutely. of technology. I agree. It's it's yeah. already an AI world. So AI is all around us. And look, like you were saying, there's lots of good things that it can do. Doesn't mean that people can't do bad things with that, but they do bad things with everything. And it's not like uh, it's going to go away. The genie's out of the bottle. It's there. So you can do one of two things: either you can embrace it mm. for all the good that it can do. Mm. While still being aware, cognizant, yeah, right about the the possibility of the bad things of being on the lookout about that and trying to minimize any impact that might have on you, or you can live in a cave. Yeah, I'm I mean those are really that. the two choices you have. I'm I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Hold on, give me a moment. It's my humble uh, opinion. By the way, Folium PX is amazing. And it's helped my mom to get back on the dance floor. I want to see her continue to improve. And if you haven't checked that out, folium, F-O-L-I-U-M-P-X.com. And it's a three-pronged approach. And I've, I've heard some people have said the RSB 10 code might not be working or fully integrated. But call I got an them. email from Dan today about that. Okay. So. okay, yeah. So call them if you have a problem. 818-996-4325. 818-996-4325. Leave a message if they don't pick up and say, hey, with the Robert Scott Bell Show, I'm trying to order. And this 10% code's not working. And you need to get it working, and then they'll they'll honor it, obviously, from by you calling. But again, it's a wonderful three pronged approach, and there's the the folium uh, PX, the immuno combo as well, and the folium relax, and it's a it's Chernobyl level antioxidants, really great stuff. And I'm digging the uh, the energy bits as well. We've got our clean chlorella that is uh, absolutely third third party validated to be pure clean. Uh, not heat treated. Same thing with their spirulina, the energybits.com. So you guys check that out and pick up that and use the discount code RSB20 to get 20% off of that. And that will be phenomenal. In addition to your nutritional profile, your uh, kind of daily regimen, you know, one of those little tablets of spirulina is like a whole plate of vegetables worth of nutrients. Dude, I'm, you know, for whatever reason, I, you know, I've, I've always had uh, an appreciation for for algae and mm -hmm. uh, and for for spirulina and stuff like that, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting some of those. 
Yep. That's some super also, food right there. Yeah. Also, uh, we don't talk about the flu much anymore since COVID. COVID took everything. The, the wind out everybody's sailing. what about the triple-demic? Remember that? Yeah. yeah the triple-demic. Where'd it go? Did it ever arrive? Remember no. the fear about flu flare ups <laughs> over the holidays? Didn't flu happen. Flare. Who said it didn't happen? The CDC. Oh, yeah. That bastion no. of integrity. CDC says visits to doctor's offices for flu-like illnesses fell for the sixth straight week. And it ain't because more of you are getting flu shots. If anything, fewer people are because they're on to the scam at this point. The CDC reported that visits to doctor's office have dropped for the sixth straight week. Seasonal influenza activity exists, but it's declining. You know, I don't know what to attribute it for unless more people are listening to this show and doing things for their immune system rather than running to, you know, toxic poisons and vaccines. RSV, remember they were saying, oh, it's going to be RSV everywhere. Well, hospitalization for those has been dropping since November. Yep. It was COVID, RSV, and the flu and the is what flu, they were yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, Dr. Mark Siegel's explanation? That occasionally, I don't know what to, I want to be nice. I won't say anything. Fox News medical <laughs> contributor guy, Siegel. He says uh, there was some immune pause recently for a variety of reasons, including the recent fierce lockdowns in Australia. So he's claiming that because there are fierce lockdowns in Australia, there are fewer RSV hospitalizations and flu. See, this is where I, I, it's hard to be nice to Mark Siegel. What a moron to say that. He's a, he is a mixed bag. He and it's like every, bag. you know, every time that he gets on, uh, I'm part of me is just going, what is, he's either going to be saying something halfway sensible or he's going to be just a complete moron. Buffoon. But he's a nice grandfatherly kind he's of a, guy. I'm sure he's yeah. a nice guy. He comes across yeah. as a nice guy. Uh, but I, I can remember back when code was a thing and, mm -hmm. uh, he, he came out, you I think we even covered this on the show where he was like, he held up a button mm -hmm. and on the button, it says, please don't hug me or something like that. And he was talking about the kids, you know, mm -hmm. should have this here, you know, let's not hug the kids and stuff. And I'm like, what network are you on? What kind of grandfather? Is this yeah. CNN? Well, what in the world are you talking about? Don't hug yeah. kids. He Kids lost his get grandfather's hugs. stats at that moment when he did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Jeez, Jeez, man, really? Really? Yeah. Well, y'all want to learn more about body, mind, spirit, check out Trinity School of Natural Health, trinityschool.org. Mo every month, new uh, or renewed classes starting. And uh, what a great, great time. And I mentioned the Trinity Health Freedom Expo. The virtual expo is coming up 18th and 19th of February. Right after that, we have the... Next Steps Conference outside of Atlanta in Buford, Georgia at Lake Lanier Islands at a resort. And that's going to be the 18th and 19th. Oh, I'm sorry, this is the 22nd, 25th, right after the Health Freedom Expo, virtual. This one's in person. Thanks to Tia Severino. And next-steps.org. Use the code RSB10 to get 10% off. Dot info? Dot info? Oh, yep. man, I can't keep up with that. Next-steps.info. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I see Polly Tommy. I see Stephanie Lucrecio. I see Peter McCullough. I see Brian Hooker. I see Sin Hang Lee. I see Pierre Corey. I, uh, James Lyons Weiler. There's so many amazing five times August guy. He's going to be there as well. Very cool. It's going to be an amazing event. And we'll get the party on with me and my birthday that week. So join us in Buford, uh, Georgia, Lake Lanier Islands, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th of February. And then and let's not forget where you're going to be next week. Or actually this be, week. It's this, this coming weekend. weekend. Friday right. and Saturday, yeah. The Great Awakening versus the Great Reset, Nashville, Tennessee. I'll be interviewing a whole host of people. I've Reawaken got Reawaken America Tour. Robert Scott Bell Show booth for interviews and 
We'll have uh, silver and copper shots to pour. Probably have some Cardio Miracle as well. And look forward to seeing you guys in Nashville at that event. So uh, if you have tickets for that, there might be a few left. It's name your own price. We know that. Uh, looking forward to being there. And uh, one more upcoming event that I have to let you know about. And this is another opportunity to do what I don't do well, which is take some downtime. And this is with Nutritional Frontiers. Jamie Dorley, Joe Messino. I'm hoping Tracy Straup and uh, Judy Mikovits will be there and others. And this is going to be happening in Clearwater Beach, Florida, near Tampa. Nutritional Frontiers Professional Training Event, Mind, Body, and Spirit Restoration. And that's March 31st, April 1st, and 2nd. And I'll be there broadcasting live, doing interviews, presenting, whatever I can do to help out. But there'll be also downtime, time to get together with one another. So if you're a healthcare provider of any kind, doctor, nurse, homeopath, herbalist, naturopath, doesn't matter. Come on down. This I, love, I, I love what they've got. You see what they've got here from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. This mm -hmm. is what they're going to be doing. You're going to have mm -hmm. beach time, pool time, jet ski, mm -hmm. relax, chair massage, red light therapy, and chiropractic adjustments. Dude, are you telling me I'm looking forward to that? Could I use an adjustment? <laughs> yeah. You have no excuse to be tired. After, well, maybe uh, you get enough chiropractic adjustments and red light therapy. You might. Want to take a nap. But. I'm telling you, this is the way to do it. They're, they're raising the bar. They're raising the standard nutritional frontiers. Jamie, shout out to you. I love you. To do this right. Because it's the doctors, the natural health care providers that overwork themselves silly because they care so much to help you. And 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 they never get help from the cell. I, look, I'm guilty of that too. So thank you, Jamie, for that. I hope you'll uh, sign up before it sells out and to be with me and a bunch of my friends in Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. By the way, we talked about this, <clears throat> excuse me, last week, uh, yeah. but I have updated the um, upcoming events Yeah. with a few of the online seminars that are coming up here very soon. Oh, go full screen and on that. I'll be adding more to that. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me get the right button here. Yeah. Boink. There we go. There we are. New Science of Healthy Elimination, free and online, January 23rd through 29th. Click on that. Get the newsletter as well. Oh, I see, by the way, on the right-hand side, Robert Scott Bell Health Freedom uh, coin. The coin, oh, yes. Yeah, yes. check that out. That's a help. That's yep. a fundraiser. So you guys will get a limited edition health freedom. That's a silver coin. coin. That's a real yeah. silver coin. There. Silver, yeah. yeah. So uh, take advantage of that and support us in the process. The Body Electric Summit 2.0. You know, one of my favorite things uh, was reading The Body Electric by Dr. Robert Becker many years ago, decades yep. now ago, and new approaches to health. So that's going to happen January 30th through February 5th. These are free online events. Toxic Mold Masterclass is back. Yep, that's yep. a good one. So those are the three that are up there now, and uh, I'll be adding more here in the next couple of days. Here. Okay. All right. I always say avoid hospitals. Not the least of the reasons why is because, you know, you don't want to have, have to even think you need to go there. So avoid getting injured. <laughs> you know, don't be, don't be playing out in traffic. Okay. Simple as that. But stuff happens. And you have to go because a lot of times we don't know enough about self-care and first aid wound care, in fact, and burn care that we could take care of a lot of things that we still now go to the ER for. And and part of the Unlock the Power to Heal book at, at, towards the end, I, you know, I go, Ty and I go into a lot of first aid uh, perspectives that we've lost when we were frontiers people. And so I would urge you to learn about those things so that you could preclude needing to go to even the ER. The thing is, when you go into hospital, we know that many of the problems that happen only happen after you get to the hospital. 
whether it be iatrogenic, which is caused by the interventions, medical or otherwise, or whether it be nosocomial in terms of infections acquired within a hospital setting that have no known uh, drug that can treat you, whereas we have the silver, we have other things that we can do homeopathically. But now uh, more information about harmful events at hospitals. NBC News is reporting a study about this. Nearly one in four U.S. hospitalized patients experience harmful events. Expert uh, 25%. 25%. It's like, yeah. all right, you know, you go on a, a, an airplane. One in four times you go on an airplane, you're going to get <laughs> injured or harmed. How, how many one in four gone? parachutes will work, right? Well, yeah. And, and I'm not saying that every one of these harmful events leads to death, but good Lord, you go in to get help and you get harmed. What is wrong with allopathic medicine as it's that as is it not good. Today? Yeah, no, not 25% good. harm rate. This is according to the New England Journal of Medicine. And I go back to JAMA Journal 2000, and we learn that, you know, modern medicine is the third leading cause of death. This is not new. It just comes out. Stark findings underscore that despite decades of effort, U.S. hospitals still have a long way to go. Oh, you think? It's not like you haven't known this, and you're not still 25% harm rate. Dude, 25%. Yeah. Lead study author Dr. David Bates says these numbers are disappointing but not shocking. What? Yeah. What? They're not shocked by it. They're disappointed. Wow. So, you know what? They've. It, it sounds like what you've got is healthcare experts, professionals, or whatever like that, have mm -hmm. just decided this, eh, this is kind of normal. You know, I'm not really shocked. Yeah. No, no it's become How could you not be shocked by that? We, we wish we would do better. We know we should do better. Yeah, it's disappointing. But, but you know, I mean, this is we how it is, shocked. you know? But come on in. We're the only game in town. We are the medical monopoly. 25%? Are you kidding yeah. me? I mean, that that's a just an absolute failure. Yeah. They should shut down hospitals. I mean, not that they can really. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if you had a if you had let's say that you you had and I I'm going to use an analogy. I'm going to ask ChatGPT. Please come up with an analogy uh in the style of Robert Scott Bell. If you had a an herbal remedy or a homeopathic remedy that 25% mm -hmm. of the time injured somebody, it'd be taken mm -hmm. off of the market. Oh yeah. It wouldn't yeah, be allowed to be sold. You would you would probably try to bankrupt the company that put it out. So why do we put up with this? Well, it's because they have the monopoly stranglehold and they don't want to relinquish it. They're they too big to fail, right? Yeah, too big to, to succeed. Uh, they said that 40% were drug-related, which is not a surprise. Right. You know, FDA-approved drugs are toxic and dangerous. Surgery and other procedures accounted for over 30% of those harmful events, followed by what the study authored Authors called patient care events at 15%. They include falls, bed sores, and both of those are considered preventable. Hmm. Seriously, bed sores? Don't you know how to prevent bed sores in hospitals? Are you just not able to care for the people there? Well, isn't that just from people laying in one spot for yeah. too long? Yeah. Dude, move them and, and utilize silver gel. You can knock that thing out. <clears throat> All right, let's see. They did say they had one bright spot. The infections inquired in the hospital. I remember I mentioned nosocomial infections. They accounted for only uh, about 12% of the adverse uh, effects, and that's a decrease uh, when they were the second most common adverse event. So they've improved. And the number one, if I'm not mistaken, is C. diff that people yeah, are getting in the hospitals, food. right? Yeah. So they've improved there. Okay. Sanitation, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're a little better at infectious disease control within the hospitals, but still. 12%, that's, you know, over one out of every 10 patients go in and gets a nosocomial infection. Is that excusable? Well, it's better than it used to be. 
right? I, what are you going to say? I mean, we've got the best hospital systems in the world, right? And this is what we got. Do you think it's better in socialized systems? No, allopathic medicine, it fails in so many ways. Now, if it embraced integrative natural therapies along with alongside at these hospitals, if there was truly an integrative hospital that had homeopaths and herbalists and all this other stuff, of course, the drug companies would be upset. Many of the doctors might get mad too because their monopoly stranglehold on being the expert of experts would go away because then they've got people that are experts more than them in certain areas they've never learned. But that's okay. That's life. But they've lived at an exalted uh, stratosphere atmosphere that they don't want to give up. And this was, you know, the point of uh, of what I see with some of these docs that have woken up to the disaster of their response to COVID. And they still want to be the experts that we rely upon to navigate out of the mess that they were participants in creating, even in ignorance, much less arrogance. So for me, the, the way forward is not a monopoly system ever, ever, ever. And to, to take these doctors down a peg or 10, not because I don't like them, simply because I don't want to be elevated and exalted anymore than any doctor has been as a homeopath, as a natural guy. How about an egalitarian system when we all look at each other as equals? Now, there are people that are better than me at certain things. There are people that are worse, but that's life. But they're used to being worshipped, put on a pedestal. And if you lead with your ego, you're not, you're not in it for the right reasons. You're not going to respond to the needs of the patient or the client. Get back to the body, mind, spirit connectivity. Again, check out Trinity School of Natural Health. What else we got here? <clears throat> study finds, study finds, beetle burgers. Really? Now is the day I would be fasting. If we have to talk about beetle burgers, that's not going to up, up my appetite at all. Study finds is reporting that beetle burgers could soon reach mass production. This is not a fictional uh, offshoot of Beetlejuice the movie or the, the play. Mixed with sugar, the beetles supposedly taste like real meat. That's great. Mm. Just, yeah, the only thing that makes it palatable <laughs> is something that can destroy your health. They could also become alternatives to sausages or chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Beetle nuggets. Mealworms. Meal nuggets. Look, I, I get it. If you are starving and you have no <laughs> access to food, you'll eat whatever you can. Oh, Is this well, really the ideal? They, they are looking for ways to try and alleviate hunger worldwide. And they're saying that the, uh, um, what, are they, what do they call this? These are insect farms. Mm-hmm. The, and so this is weird right here, okay? It says here, to make this a reality, right? This whole making, you know, solving world hunger with beetle burgers and mealworm yeah. stuff. Uh, a French biotech company called Insect, it's Y-N-S-E-C-T, is planning, and get this, a global network of insect farms, including nurseries and slaughterhouses. They need slaughterhouses for insects? A mealworm slaughterhouse. I, I don't know how to wrap my head around that one. Uh, a pilot plant has already been set up at Dole. What was this like? Dole Banana? Dole? Yeah, D -O -L -E? it's the same company that makes the pineapples. In uh, some, some region in France I'm not going to try and pronounce. They say, unlike the livestock industry where rearing is typically separate, this entire bug-based operation is under one. Well, yeah, it's a bunch of bugs. I yeah. can imagine. Dried so, critters more than 50% protein, rich in fiber and fats as well. Look, 
The only way they could succeed at this Super Don is if they destroy all other food production. And isn't that interesting what you hear from the World Economic Forum and these globalists, a.k.a. communist environmentalists? They want you to stop raising animals for food. No more cattle. They want you to stop growing a lot of foods. They want you to stop using oil, diesel, which would deliver food, which would you know corrupt and make everybody so hungry that they go, okay, I'll eat insects now. So this is not a viable free market solution because they can't have this happen except in the areas of abject poverty. And those areas are not concerned about because who's going to pay for this stuff? There's no money to pay for it. What they're trying to do is make us hungry enough to pay for bugs to eat artificially. Again, this is not market uh, forces. This is centralized, top-down globalist bureaucracy parading as environmentalism, which is really communism, to, to rob you of your freedom, to innovate, to develop, to have access to energy, to produce it, to use it, so that you have a better life, so that you don't go hungry, so that, you know, they want you hungry enough that you'll, you'll buy their bugs. You tell me where this happens, where the people of any nation that have food right now are just clamoring. It would all be so great if all we could access were mealworms with sugar. Do you see protest signs? We want mealworms and sugar. Stop with the I suppose if you're doing this in countries where they're literally starving to death and you walk up and you say, here, Mm -hmm. are you hungry? Have a beetle burger. Right. Yeah. They're probably going to eat it. Yeah, but that's now, it. would that go over well here? I don't no, think not, so. Not make unless they make us so hungry and and poor. But look, again, look, look at the disaster of of uh, Impossible Burgers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and beyond meat here. Craving, yeah, yeah. No, people didn't didn't. Uh, they said, nah, never mind. Yeah, no, thank you. Stuff. All right, we do have a question of the day to wrap up uh, today's show before we go to the bonus round. We do, and it's a quickie. Right. Yeah, let's hit it. This El is uh, El I haven't heard from El in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Have you considered Getter, G-E-T-T-R, as an addition to your social media forum? I bet a large or a huge number of people would love your message there. I used to follow you on Fraudbook, but have to had to give it up indefinitely so far. And I understand and respect that, L. We just use what we can. And because Super Don's time is limited, we haven't been able to expand much in others. But aren't we on Getter? We have a presence on Getter. Right. It's not something that we use regularly at this point. Right. Although uh, we had, who did we have on recently? He was talking about Getter. We did have um, It on was recently. Brianna Sagdahl was yeah. on, yeah, yeah. Um, talking about being on Getter. So we are there. We just aren't very active at this point because it's like one of 5,000 social media yeah. uh, platforms that are out there. But we're there. No. I don't know. I mean, I... Is it really uh, something we should focus more time on? I don't know. El, how would we do that? Do you want do you want to be our, uh, should we say, El, hey, do you want to volunteer to do our posts on Getter? Could we do that? Get help? <laughs> but, you know, our social media manager. Right? Yes. To be there? Because that, it's a problem. It's time. You don't have the time. Yeah. We try and focus on the places that, that are going to give us the maximum amount of outreach. Yeah. That's kind of how I prioritize things. It's not. Uh, that I have anything against one particular uh, social media platform or another. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, I go look at the the places where there are the most people at this point. This is the reason why we're on Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, been a, a good so. solution since we got banned on, on YouTube. Yeah. That's for sure. When yeah. do we have to be out on, on Brighton? On about 55 after? Yep. Okay. So we got two and a half, a little over two minutes, I think. 
mm-hmm. all right. Well, uh, we look, we did a lot today. Tracy was awesome. The warrior mom book. It's available 99 cents right now on sale. You can get an autographed copy of the actual book. If you go to her website, that's in the show notes too at robertscabell.com. We mentioned over, upcoming events. Anybody else that we didn't say thank you to today as far as supporting uh, the Robert Scott Bell show? Uh, let's see here. I don't think so. We did okay. Oh, well, yeah. Duh. Oh, yeah. Stop being addicted. I know it's easier said than done. Well, you've got help now. <laughs> Crave Kicker with a K. CraveKicker.com. Right. You- in okay, fact, I think we've even got Sean. Let me double check here. I think we may have Sean on tomorrow. We'll have a follow-up with Sean again. Okay. I think so. Great formula tomorrow is the 17th. Sean David Co. Be on tomorrow to talk about Crave Kicker and Kicking Addiction. 15% off still. RSB 15. Best deal. RSB yep. 15. Get this. Share it. Give it to as a gift. Somebody wants to reduce their uh, addictions and cravings. Crave Kicker with a K. K-R-A-V-E kicker.com. RSB 15. Right. And it works. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I, like I said, I'm feeling better today. My voice is not 100% as you can hear. But uh, I have to say... My energy, like last Monday, I was scheduled to go off of the, after the trip. Was it Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday? When did I come home? No, it was Wednesday. Thursday, Friday. I don't even remember at this point. The, t- the days go by. But I was scheduled to go to the dentist the next day. I woke up and realized, oh, my gosh, I got a dental cleaning thing. I'm like, snot. You know, I'm like, I don't think you want me there. It's like, yeah, we ought to reschedule. So I said, well, let's see. When do you have a uh, thing? Monday, today, this morning. I thought, yeah, I'll be, I'll be well by then. I was getting a little nervous through the days that I wasn't well enough, but yeah, it turned overnight. As I mentioned earlier in the show, I was doing the silver, the copper, other immune uh, modulators, doing the uh, Enter DMG, Advanced Immune Support from Nutritional Frontiers. You can get this for 15% off of the RSB 15 code. Uh, And then I did homeopathic remedies for the eyes, sinuses, everything. And I hit homeopathic mercurius last night before going to bed. And that seemed to do the trick. The eyes cleared up, still dealing with uh, lingering, but we got to stop. We got to go. You guys are awesome. Bonus round coming up next because the power to heal is yours. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like oh, the marching right. band thing, right? Yeah, totally. What's happening? Football. Like we didn't talk football today. Did you watch uh, a little football over the weekend? I caught, let's see, who did they play? I think it was, uh, was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday was the, the Niners game. play the Seahawks. Yeah, the Niners, I saw that. Actually, a good game for half, and then then the Niners just took over, and it was out of game. they just blew. Yeah, the re- yeah, they just the blew rest them of away. the games were actually good. I mean, the Jets, I didn't get a chance. I was so busy this weekend. I didn't get a chance I really to sit down and watch any football. Forced to take downtime. You know, my wife and I were like, we yep. sat and we did. We watched dumb football, but it was like dumb I had to football. do nothing. <laughs> I had to to recover. I just had to. And it was like, oh, it's not natural to do this. But, you know, we did some stuff, and I just tried to rest, and it finally happened Sunday I was resting. But even the Jacksonville Jaguars were down like 27 to nothing, and they came back and won. And Oh, did the Jaguars win? I didn't get to see that. Dude, I wanted to. It was a great game. I mean, the games were fun dude, to watch. I would just say that. For anybody who's watched football, no, the, uh, the quarterback for the Jaguars, what's that guy's name? Uh, he was with Clemson, and he's the long-haired guy. He is an odd-looking guy. If if you took a like a Disney prince, right? Yeah. And 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 went from animated to human, mm. that's what this guy looks like. He looks he doesn't look real. He looks like so talk about AI, yeah. right? I mean he 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 so looks, you think he's a, a test tube baby or what? 
I don't know. Okay. He's just, he looks like a robot. I forget his name. He's like, he's got his features and his skin and his hair. Yeah. It's just too perfect. <laughs> There's no flaws there, you know? But in any case, they're a good team. I, I like them. They're, they're, they're pretty decent. I like the Jaguars, but my Niners are looking pretty it. impressive with a Mr. Irrelevant at quarterback. And I know that this topic is irrelevant to most of you. But everybody got to find a time where you unplug from some of the stuff that just kind of can drive you batty, you know, in life, yeah. find ways to, to just, just unplug and just be silly. And, and it might not be football for you and that's okay. I'm not going to judge you. So you guys go easy. Okay. Everybody's got their, yeah. their vices, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think, like I said, we have fine time to enjoy some entertainment, create entertainment for all you matter. But uh, it's not all about work, work, work. If it is, then you end up like me. I overworked myself and did give myself downtime. Although I did enjoy the time I was there because I got to meet with a lot of friends and family and different things. So there's good th- good times, even the times you're working. But remember to rest and recover. Do better than I did on that trip. We got a quick one to Nashville this weekend. Hopefully we'll get to see some more friends and family and get together and have a good time too. But it won't be as intense. It won't be a six-day trip. It'll be like a three-day turnaround. Stay at home. Stay at home, Mom. Mom. Yeah, Leslie. Hasn't watched football in years. Look, if I was in that family, I probably wouldn't be allowed to. (laughs) I was just going to say, if I had six six kids and a homestead, your your downtime is out there. You've got time for football. (laughs) So, yeah. Leslie apparently was a a cheerleader. Pro Uh, football games. I'm assuming that's what that means. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Don't yeah, that's that's great. And and I hear James yeah. is featured on her new uh episode of yes. Stay at Home Mom. An episode which I am gonna start working on to uh, maybe a little late because mm-hmm. it's it's about an hour long. Uh and so it, it'll take me a little bit of time, but it'll be a good one when it uh when I get it published. So hopefully by tomorrow evening. If not, then it might be uh Wednesday. And by the way, you patron supporters, that helps too because Super Don is donating a lot of time to do this with the podcast network, beyond belief what he's doing. So everybody, thank you for any donations you have to help support Super Don and doing that through us and what we're doing with the Robert Scott Bell Show Podcast Network. Uh, let's see. Cleo was drinking white pine needle tea for the first time this weekend. Way to go, Cleo. Oh, Boy, doing right. well for you. Let's see. And Leslie's got all kinds of things to say. We got the chicken the tractor. Chicken tractor. You know right. what? I didn't even have a tractor as a kid. I feel neglected now. I want I want Leslie to be my mom. Chicken <laughs> tractor. Chickens get tractors? That's not fair. Uh, so you're not the only one that was recovering from uh, Lori. So took me through last Lori. Saturday to recuperate from the Orlando conference. Yeah, it was intense. Yeah, it's great know. to see Lori there, of course. Really great. And she's hopefully got some more business, uh, T-shirt printing business. Lori Harvey is amazing. Does great work. Trevor Lawrence. Guess what? My wife. Trevor Lawrence. That's his my name. My wife texted that's me it. that name. Right. She's so good. Nice. I just think about that. This is the funniest thing, quite honestly. And, and all right, I got to find a picture of Trevor. Okay, so you can see what I'm. Talking but Super D, you know, we get, we got, we got radio married. But I'm talking about my wife. She writes mm-hmm. a list of the things she wants in a mate, and and I show up, and it's almost to a T. You know, and one of the things she says, I don't want him to be obsessed with sports. And I like sports. I grew up with sports, but I don't look at what I do as obsessive. But I enjoy them. And, and yet, you know, just like a lot of wives, they put up with their husbands on the weekends if they watch a sports game or two. And yet through COVID and all the craziness that happened and all the politics that just was maddening and never resolving anything, my wife came over to my side 
And now we can sit and enjoy a sporting event together. I'm like, I got the best wife ever. Like (laughs) we can watch sports together. How did that happen? Yeah. I didn't even know to ask for that. That wasn't on my list. I I acknowledge it'd be a different thing, but here we are all these years later. So how cool is that? So get, so get two bowling balls for Christmas. Exactly. There you go. So check this out. Check this out. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. That's like, that's, uh, he should be doing like commercials for like, uh, I don't know, some shampoo of some sort or something. Yeah. Like Breck or I remember some of those shampoos that they have (laughs) back in the day. I don't know. Anyway, it's a good quarterback though. Yeah. He's coming. I mean, he's he's really, he's a young guy and he's, he's, uh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's an up and comer for sure. So anyway, all right, enough football. All right. Thanks for indulging us. Oh, Bolden's back in the house. We figured it out. Didn't we figure out how to make Michael Bolden work on the show? Yeah, he's going to be a regular, and we're going to start with him on Friday. Yeah. Um, As far as I know. How regular is Michael Bolden? That's what we want to know. People. Well, with all the chia seeds that he eats, he says he's pretty regular. regular. We're going to have him on every other Friday? Is that the plan? That is what the rumor is, yes. Getter says it's, he says Getter is a pretty solid platform as far as the alternative ones go. Yeah. Chris listens to the show for earworms, not mealworms. Not mealworms. <laughs> oh, here we go. Bolden suggests that we could ask Getter if they would let us be part of their live streaming. Well, it was, it was Brianna Sagdahl that was saying that, um, that they can people can stream live. I haven't checked it out yet well, to find out what. Let the, Brianna do the heavy lifting if she if she's connected there. She seemed to be pretty motivated. Well, she did say she was going to get you verified, the account verified. But maybe that's all it takes. You know, different different platforms have different okay. requirements as to well, what it is. You Brianna's have to, listening or messenger or something because I have just I can't keep up with this stuff. But we, we're all in if we can do it. I don't mind, especially mm-hmm. LinkedIn's got us banned temporarily. So we right. have another stream we could send out uh, and replace even if we have to. Get we it. could. It, well, well, it depends on on how we connect because I don't think Restream connects directly to Getter. Um, it would be an RTMP thing, which I don't know if we have an extra slot for another RTMP or well, not. I can but, well, I'll look into if, it. If Getter is that viable, I'd consider it. I really would. Yeah, we want yeah I'll check it out. People that would appreciate this. What weren't you informed of, Bolden? The Fridays, he's pretending now he doesn't know that he's scheduled. Oh, yeah, whatever. Do you have him on the calendar so he can't weasel out or wiggle out? What's the thing he would do? Wiggle out. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we get we get him on this uh, coming Friday. Wiggle it. All right. Yeah. Uh, stay-at-home mom. Looks like a print. Disney prince. <laughs> yes, she acknowledges. No, not Michael Bolden. I was, um, I was actually talking to him. I think it was Friday. Yeah. On um, text message. Oh, okay. And I and I uh, not to to keep rehashing over the same topic, but I was uh, talk, I was doing something with the the AI, mm-hmm. and I was like trying to I was running ideas, trying to get ideas from from the AI as to a name for his segment okay. on Fridays. All right, <clears throat> and there's some good ones here. There's um, Michael Bolden's masterful musings. <laughs> That's good. Uh, <clears throat> Michael Bolden's mindful minute. Mm. He's got to be on for let's more than a minute, here. though. Yeah. <coughs> uh, let's see. Fridays with the Bolden brain. I like that one. 
Fridays with the Bolden Brain. Bolden and the Brain, 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 Brain. And let's see, was there something? There was another one. Uh, the Bolden Perspective. So Michael Bolden's Friday Forum. I kind of like that one. That's kind of cool. That's cool. But is Michael Bolden out there enough that you were able to ask AI and it was like delivering this stuff? Uh, I didn't ask. I didn't ask it questions about Bolden. I, it was just using his name and trying to come up with alliterations. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, hey, who knows? Maybe we don't need a name for it. Maybe it can just be Michael Bolden. <laughs> but I'll, I'm going to try and put together a, a special video intro for him yeah. when we have him on. How about uh, okay, a variation of what Leslie just put out there? Boulder with Bolden. Hey. Bolden's boulders. He has huge boulders, man, from what I've heard. About yeah. that. See if we can get that approved. Yeah. Lindsay, <laughs> my pal Lindsay, back in the day, high school, uh, we go back. She's in the Facebook chat room. Hi, Lindsay. She says Scott the swimmer. Remembers Scott my swimming swimmer. days from high school and then and then college. And Lindsay was also managing the um uh photography place I work with. We did um event photography. You know, and for anybody that's been to colleges and universities in the last, well, more 20, 30 years ago, I don't know how much of it happens still now because it's all so digital with phones. They don't need this. But we used to do, you know, we carry out, the, you know, the 35 millimeter photo, photo with a big flash. We go to all the parties. And, you know, they always say, picture guy, picture guy. And uh, we did, that's partly how I funded my college by doing, you know, photography through college. Oh, cool. And, I, you know, that was my job on the weekends in addition to other things. So. Um, Lindsay goes way back there to that. So good time. Photography's cool. Someday yeah. when I've got time. Yeah. Um, I want to get it like a, a nice camera. I think I've mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. And go out and just take pictures of like nature and stuff. Dude, you should especially the up. Mac the macro yeah. uh stuff mm -hmm. is especially amazing when you can get like the real detailed close ups. Of things, you know, stuff that you, you just don't notice because you just walk by it, you know. Do you have the artistic eye? I, you know, I do. I've got a pretty good thing uh, with photography. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just, yeah, it's something I'd like to take up at some point. But in yeah, any case, I'm just looking at my daughter is like just the artiste and stuff she does is ridiculous. Um, she, she has the ability to just like, I see stuff and I did photography, but it wasn't really fancy high-end photography. I can capture a nice sunset stuff, but she, like she'll see stuff and she'll see it in a certain way. And I'm like, oh, how did you capture that? I couldn't capture that. It's like that, that gift. But um, she was in the, uh, they had this honors choir thing over the weekend. You know, I said, I wanted to rest yeah. but on Saturday. She had committed to this and they were like, I don't know, 500 people, kids, if you will, high schoolers from across the state all brought together to this one performance the 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 girls had like i don't know three or four numbers the guys had that and they got together for two at the end it was just we went to the symphony hall where they were singing i mean you were enveloped in sound it was so much fun it was amazing nice. yeah so that that was kind of cool but what else on the artistic front let's see canon rebel Lori is endorsing the canon rebel yeah, that's been a good that one. from what I understand, and I'm not I'm not a, a aficionado on cameras, but the Canon Rebel's been uh, one for yeah, a long of course, time. When I started, it was all film, and then it started transitioning mm -hmm. to digital. But we were still doing film. Uh, I think it's called what S SLR. I think yeah, lens reflex cameras. Yeah, yeah. Or digital. 
and they're all digital hey, Tatiana now. Is in the audience. Hi, Tatiana. Tatiana is going to be sending. We all say thank you and send love to Tatiana because she's going to make sure we have a lot of silver and copper to, to pour shots for everybody and give away, you know, the gifts, the VIP gifts at the uh, Reawaken America event in Nashville this weekend, Friday and Saturday. So, hey, Tatiana, big hugs and appreciation. It was so good to see you and the team in Sarasota. Although, again, I was absolutely wiped out all week up until today from all that I did between the event and that. It was never slowing down. But uh, it was fun anyway. We make fun. So, 110 film. I remember those canister cartridges. Bolden going where no man has gone before. Yeah, that's why his name is Bolden. That's Steve's recommendation. What else is going on in the chat room? Chat GPT gave him the the Bolden beat. That's not bad. Hmm. That you know that sounds like a new wave group from the eighties. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it does the Bolden beat. <laughs> it works. Yeah. yeah well, Bolden like I said, I don't know that we even need a name. No, we do. This. We do need it. You think uh, so? Okay. Absolutely. This has got to be. This has got to be framed just right. Okay. You know, All otherwise right. Bolden will forget. Well, then, then, then uh, we need to come up with something like right away because I need time to be able to put that intro together. Mm-hmm. Probably take me at least a couple days. Yeah. Chris is encouraging people to make a honeydew list for your mate before you meet them. She says it's wise wife to have a made a soulmate relationship list. It helps make a sincere list of what one does and doesn't want. Yeah, that could preclude a lot of nasty relationships when you start laying out. But sometimes you have to have the relationship to figure out what you don't want. You didn't know. <laughs> and so she wrote up a list and it, it's worked out. And then I even got stuff I didn't realize I was going to get. as She now enjoys football with me. I know it's just a waste of time for some of you, but we do a lot. We're engaged all the time. And sometimes unplug the brain is not a bad thing. Agreed. Yes. The alternating <laughs> Friday show segment where Bolden goes where no man has gone before. Yeah, no doubt. With his big boulders, as Super Don says. It's <laughs> a little bit awkward, Super D. What do you? Hey, man, it just came out. Sorry. Don't even say. Don't even say. You know, that's the fun part about hanging out with Bolden um, mm-hmm. and talking is that when the three of us get together, stuff just it just pops out you know yeah you well you know exactly what i'm talking about because it's yeah. like you can get around a group of people and suddenly there's like this this chemistry and this energy yeah. where you put the pieces together and it's just it's kind of like when you and um it was like the three aminos it was Liam the same type and of richard pearl yeah right where it was just it, it it was it was not quite the same with just two of you Mm-hmm. But when the third one was introduced into the equation and then suddenly it was just people bouncing stuff off of each other and stuff and like that. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It really is. I'm we looking, do I'm looking forward to that. It's a joy to get together with people you love and care about and be yeah. silly, but serious at the same time and, and be able to walk that tightrope of really serious, but also lighten up and enjoy the fact that we're on this planet at this time, despite all the stuff that we might go, man, this is rotten, but Hey, we're here together. Isn't that cool? Isn't that reason to celebrate and to come together and do it like that? That's what I view, again, like you said, just similarly, you know, to do every other Friday with Bolden. It's just going to be so much fun. Yep. And he's going to be more serious than us. We'll be the, we'll be the cut-ups, and he'll be trying to get us back on track because that's, yep. how, that's what he does. It'll be jokes and one-liners and then Thomas Jefferson. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, wasn't that <laughs> absurd and bizarre? But I thought that was not the first time um, Biden said that about – 
you want AR-15s, you need F-15s. Oh, right? yeah. For, for anybody who's joining us, uh, joined us late here, I'll just do this real quick here. Yeah. We, uh, we had a couple of clips. So, you know, today's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Biden's out doing the, the pandering tour on MLK Jr. Day. And this is, uh, this is a clip from him earlier this morning, I think. And ban the number of bullets and go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty as water with the blood of patriots. Entirely. If you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. I'm serious. Think about it. Think about that's it. The, that's the MLK Jr. message day. Think about that's it. the thing. Come on, man. Heard him say that before, and he really said that today. I know he got it wrong, but I mean, he's he's probably lucky that he's got his shoes on right now. You know, I mean, let alone getting a quote like that, right? Oh my god. Um, but you know, and and I mean, let's cut him a little slack at least. Uh, and like I said in the first hour, mm -hmm. at least he knows uh, how to describe the United States of America. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot. <laughs> Who spelled that? It's that one word. I asked, I stole this from Stu Peters, actually. Okay. He put this on his tweet. <laughs> wow. America can be defined in one word. That's a furthermore. Mm -hmm. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So anyway. Who knows what is going to come next after this guy? Mm -hmm. We better find something to laugh at or else we're just going to cry. Yeah. That could be purgative if you need to. Your eyes All right. Open. So uh, tomorrow, as I said, Sean David Cohen will be on in the first hour talking about Crave Kicker and Kicking Addiction. We've got AJ DePriest coming on in the second hour. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday, dude, we've got uh, Dr. Latipo. Attorney General of uh, well, no, he's Florida. he's he's uh, isn't he? No, he's or the health general, surgeon. I'm sorry, yeah. wrong. He's a doctor, wrong general, surgeon general, surgeon general not Florida. attorney general. That's surgeon. I'm general. really excited about that. That should be great. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. I think Ty said he will be here. Yeah, I won't. Last it, week he said he'd be here tomorrow. Well, Ty, he's got this lawsuit he's part of with Bobby Kennedy and everything. And this, I want to hear. We got to get the update on that. Yeah, yeah, that's a big time. You know, against their First Amendment. Violation. So then on. Thursday, uh, we should have um, Jonathan Emord in hour one as usual. This will be pre-recorded because that's going to be your travel, travel day, day going yeah. to Nashville. And I already have a great second hour interview uh, on yeah. uh, farming in the Negev Desert in Israel oh. with uh, Chava. Is it Ch who's the, who's coming on? I, Chava. 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 Right. Chava is a house. Yeah. <laughs> You're going Excuse back me. to the Hanukkah days now. It's not going to work for you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's a good one. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So that we'll have that in the hour too. So it'll be all new content. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't heard back from Emord, by the way. I emailed him like this morning. He's I haven't heard anything guy. back. So he must he must be busy. So trying to be at the one at in um Glendale, California, and the one in Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona. That's my plan to be at those two events at least. And then there's a big tour in Virginia coming up later, I think in April, if I'm not mistaken, or March. It might be March. I'm not sure, but that could be good. Leslie has to go do her laundry. Leslie? The, so if she's leaving, we might got, as well leave. You got too. six girls to do your laundry, and you're doing it? What's up with that? 
<laughs> Listen to the podcast. You'll know. Okay. Yes. All right. Bolden's Boulder all right. Dash. I'm just looking at all the comments. DJ Katie. Boulder Dash. Boulder Dash. Yeah. That's cute. Uh, right. What else? Anything else before we wrap it up here? Oh, the laundry's on the line. You got to pull it off the line. But right now, I'm looking outside and it's snowing. Oh, is it really? We got snow yesterday, but it's sunny today and everything's melted off. Yeah. So Steve wants to know if we can find an F-15 fighter jet on Amazon or eBay. Because, you know, you might. Biden said you should have one. Right. What a way to talk about uh, I'm okay, being Dave. peaceful yeah. and peaceful protest. Go get an F-15. All right. Yep. So. All right. Well, All right, man. Well, that's, that's what I got. And, thanks for uh, bearing we'll be back tomorrow. 976 Robert voice. We made it through somehow. Oh, yeah, you sounded fine today. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. God willing, less than 22 hours from now. What kind of fun, right. friendly music are you going to play on the way out? Oh, how about some big band kind of rat pack sound and stuff? Because that's one of my favorite genres. Let's do it.